Hi there, this is Matthew Mercer, resident game master here at Critical Role, to welcome you to this podcast version of the show. If you'd like to watch the stream as it airs, you can catch it Thursdays at 7 p.m. Pacific on twitch.tv slash critical role or youtube.com slash critical role. Twitch subscribers can access the video on demand immediately after the broadcast, and it also becomes available on YouTube Mondays at 12 p.m. Pacific. Podcast episodes land right here on the Critical Role Podcast Network on Thursdays a week after the initial broadcast. Okay, with that info dump out of the way, let's dive into the story. Hello, everyone, and welcome to tonight's episode of Critical Role, where a bunch of us nerdy-ass voice actors sit around and play Dungeons and Dragons. We play Dungeons and Dragons. everyone's already got senioritis for the holidays, man. Senioritis. You're right, though. You're so goddamn right. Time for a shopping trip. Yeah, I'm, I'm used to having to like close my ears. Um, but yeah, welcome guys. Before we get into tonight's session, that's the one I was going to say. Uh, tonight's game, we're going to go ahead and go through a few announcements here, beginning with our first of two sponsors for the night, beginning with our friends returning from Idle Champions, Sam. Ladies and elves, it's me, your ho-ho host for the night, Stand Up Santa. What, you don't believe I exist? Can't you feel my presence? Oh. oh. No, you don't have sugar plums dancing in your head. It's really me, the Saint Nick of Shtick, doing a little advertising warm-up routine to get into the holiday spirit. Oh, boy. Yeah, it's all like this. <laughs> Tonight, no. <laughs> <laughs> Tonight's episode of Critical Role is brought to you by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms, a strategy game that unites iconic Dungeons & Dragons characters from novels, campaigns, and popular shows into one epic adventure. And speaking of epic adventures, you should try Mrs. Claus's meatloaf. My wife's dinners are so bad, we pray after we eat. Actually, (laughs) me and Mrs. Claus split up recently. (laughs) I go out with the reindeer one night a year. Turns out she goes with the elves every night of the year. Ho! Oh, boy. But back to the ad. (laughs) Players. <laughs> the latest addition to Idol Champions is the legendary Hand of Vecna. Players can get a brand new Hand of Vecna Archon Skin and Feet Pack. That's F-E-A-T, not, not feet. Uh-huh. Uh, for Joe Manganiello's in- infamous character, Arkhan the Cruel, through the in-game shop. <laughs> speaking of the Hand of Vecna. We didn't hear that accent. <laughs> speaking of the Hand of Vecna, I found out my wife enjoys the Hand of Vic the Elf while Santa's out hauling presents. Now I gotta keep three lists. Nice, naughty, and divorce attorneys. Oh! 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 Can you you go back? Can't all be winners. But back to the ad. <laughs> the game's also available for PC and Mac on Steam and Web, Xbox One, PlayStation 4, iPad, iPhone, and all Android devices. Hey, speaking of computers. Oh, oh. oh no. God. I'm all okay. over those dating sites. I'm on Single Kringle. I'm on Ski Harmony. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm, and my favorites on those cold North Pole nights Match and Tinder. Hey, I've gone out with lots of women, but no one wants a second date. I guess they're claustrophobic. 
Oh, wow. Uh, wow. <laughs> I'm telling you, those, those reindeer are starting to look more attractive every day. Why do you, why do you think I call that one vixen? What, what can I say? I've got low elf esteem. <laughs> okay, back to the ad. <laughs> For more information, check out idolchampions.com slash critical role. And thanks to Idol Champions of the Forgotten Realms for supporting my set tonight. Thank you. You've been a great crowd. Back to you, man. Wow. <laughs> Thank wow. you, Sam. I Thank you, Idol it. Champions. <laughs> any, any theory that we actually have writers on this show is now officially dead. <laughs> I'm bombed oh for my own friends. I bombed. Hey. We still love you, Sam. I enjoyed it. The green <laughs> I enjoyed the green screen. I really liked the uh, single Kringle. Uh, single Kringle was good. That was good. That was good. Nice one. Thank you. Yeah, and the Vixen Deer. That was Vixen Deer. I'll keep that one in the set. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> workshop in here. Yeah, these are all new jokes. Five. You High ended five. strong. Thank you. Do you yeah. teach any defensive comedy <laughs> driving classes? Or? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Thank you, Sam. Thank you, Out of Champions, uh, for your patience. Um, and our second sponsor for tonight are returning friends from D&D Beyond. D&D Beyond, of course, if you don't know at this point, is a fantastic online tool for maintaining your D&D characters, your D&D campaigns, for creating homebrew content, all kinds of cool shit. Definitely check it out if you haven't yet. Um, they're, they're good folks, they do good work, and it's been super useful for us. So uh, thank you guys for your continued support. And you won the, the, the wonderful gift tonight of not having that be your advertisement. <laughs> it is a gift. Yeah. Uh, Battle champions! <laughs> I'll, say, I'll say this about it, though. It was long. <laughs> You get slayed. That's, that's on it's the road. Oh, oh, that's a quality joke, dude. That's what you say. Uh, on it. Okay. Yeah, Here so your special going to be on HB Shit. Snow. Oh! oh! I should really pitch these jokes to you guys first. It's contagious. It's contagious. This is problematic, is what it is. Bad luck. Uh, all right, so uh, our fantastic two sponsors, uh, Marcia, you have some announcements to make, don't you? Yes. Next week will be our final week of live programming for the year, for 2019. We will return from our winter break on Thursday, January 9th for Critical Role. Don't worry, we'll still have our normal broadcast next week. And you should definitely check out the finale for this season of Travis Willingham's Yeehaw Game Ranch next week. Oh, it's gonna it? be it's gonna be good. Are yeah. Secrets revealed. Matt, Brian, and I, oh, uh, and Travis will be playing some Super Smash Brothers. Oh, uh, oh you're yeah, going down. at 4 p.m. Oh, shit. December never... 17th, and yeah, we'll you're be taking gonna, a. I'm gonna destroy all of you. It's bad. <laughs> I, I cannot wait. You just. Like, I didn't know that's one where you jump around. Yeah, that madness right. in his eyes. No, this, like, is, this, this is bad. Fighting games is my thing. Yeah. This is a thing. <laughs> this is a thing that happens. There's I'm no so rhyme or reason to like oh, no. balance or or any type of fairness. Can we like all three of us fight Matt? It's like uh, we can it's full on if you want to feel that bad well, about yourself. Can, can we hold for a second? Sam has a one Santa hair on his face and it looks like a Santa pube, and I don't want to look at it anymore. Thank you. Thank you very much. Um yeah, but then um after that we'll be taking a short break from Travis Willingham's Yeehaw Game Ranch, and then we will return probably in the spring. Hell yeah. Uh, yeah. So much. <laughs> it is yeah. some dopey fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is some dopey ass fun. It's gonna have well, me watch, watch the Mario Party out of my system. <laughs> you won! 
No, Marisha it's a Mario won. Party win. Marisha won. You did win. Mario Party, I mean. Yeah. Well, oh, I, I won Daisy. the final round. Wait, can I say a thank you that real quick? Mm -hmm. Yeah, sure. Thank you it. to Christina for making this most lovely bags for oh, all of us. Awesome. So amazing. They're so beautiful. I was like, Holy I cow! Yeah. Awesome. Look at this. The Stormlord. Mine's oh. And then the inside. Ah. Oh. The inside has flowers in it. Oh, that's yeah, amazing. that was so nice of you. Thank you so much. It's very nice. Ah, I love it. <laughs> I'm sorting my dice. Cool. Uh, that's amazing. Um, we have a few quick announcements to make after that. Uh, we did announce two of our convention dates for 2020. If those haven't seen yet, we will be at C2E2 in Chicago uh, coming up at the end of February. Super excited to be returning and see folks out there. Uh, and we are going back to London for MCM London come May in 2020. Super stoked to get over to Europe again to see a bunch of you folks. Um, Pre-sale autographs and photo op tickets will be on sale soon. Check out critworld.com slash events for all the information regarding both events as it progresses. I'm so. fucking stoked, because oh, yeah. Laura and I were uh, with child last time, That's so this yeah. is our first time going to London with you guys. Oh, yeah. That's exactly how it's going Going to London. <laughs> London. London. That's the proper way to say it. That's, that's, yeah. that's our key for London. Yeah, that's the Queen's English. <laughs> Your Majesty, London. Super awesome. Uh, second announcement, for those who haven't seen, our next issue of the comic book series, Vox Machina Origins, comes out next Wednesday, yes. December 18th. Uh, this is a beautiful cover, and the interior is equally beautiful, fantastic work. Uh, our, I mean, all the artists in this game, Ariana's amazing. Uh, the uh, fantastic cover by uh, Sam Hogg, one of our wonderful creator artists, did a phenomenal job. Um, it, Can I ask a question it. about yeah. this issue? Because I genuinely don't know. Do we finally get to know what happened with Grog? You'll have to read it. Oh god, out. do we actually get to find is out? Is there an answer in, in the book? You will have to find out on the 18th. Oh! Can I look at it? Sure. Just up close. It is a beautiful <laughs> book. Really this is This <sighs> might be the one piece of lore that none of us know, except yeah. for Travis and yeah. Matt. Yeah. yeah. Oh man. What? And maybe we keep it that way. You don't know. Hate you. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> um, so yeah, definitely look for that next week. And uh, join me and possibly a few other people that might show up next Wednesday as well on December 18th at 5 p.m. Pacific here on our Twitch channel for an end of the year fireside chat hangout. Yeah. Um, we're gonna be coming comfy in pajamas or whatever else you decide to wear. Uh, preferably come clothed. Uh, TOS and all. Not single Kringle, no. Oh boy. Uh, yeah, we're we'll be hanging out, answering questions, and just chatting with the community uh, and wrapping up 2019 together. So, see you guys next Wednesday at 5 p.m. right here. Uh, that, those are all of our announcements. Um, we're hoping uh, Laura might pop in at some point tonight. She uh, was has absconded to the Video Game Awards, which happened to be simultaneous. Because she's the best! Because she's yeah. the best. But if, well, if for whatever reason she, she manages win. to. I know, but uh, it, hopefully she'll show up at some point. If not, no worries, she has better things to do. Um, she looks so pretty. I know. She does look so pretty. That's it and that's all, so I think it's time for us to dive into tonight's episode of Critical
begins They were always beside you Your nerdy best friends And the DM to guide you And they rise from the flames For the battles ahead Villains beware Cause you're about to be dead They got magic and flair They got falchions and cunning They don't see over there There's a monster and coming Inspiration is waiting Rise up, don't think twice Put your fate in your hands Take a chance, roll the dice Welcome back. That got intense. Now, now everyone's awake. Um, so, last we left off, the Mighty Nine had found their way to the capital of the Empire, Rexentrum, to discover both a Kryn Dynasty assault on the city overlapping simultaneously with the arrival of Oban and his found family of seemingly unkillable figures he had collected as part of a ritual to unleash the Angel of Irons, which had been found to actually be Tharizdun, the Chain Oblivion, catfishing the fuck out of Oban, uh -huh. um, as well as the rest of the cult, it seems. You managed to destroy the Laughing Hand, free Yasha from the mind control that Oban had inflicted upon her, uh, destroy Oban's physical form, and in the moment before he could return back to the Hells to reform, he was punished for his inability to fulfill his promise realizing Thurus during the final moment, was corrupted into a, what was Oban the Punished, a horribly malformed, inky, tentacled creation, an abomination in the image of the Chained Oblivion. You did battle with this creature, barely managing to scrape by because you have a, two clerics in your group, <laughs> one of which is a grave cleric. I'm learning lessons on how much harder I have to come at you guys. No, 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 um, lessons. And some, and some lucky rolls, Don't some really lucky rolls. <laughs> yeah, love each other, guys. Um, but in doing so, you found uh, I gotcha. your ally Pumat heavily hurt, but survived. You garnished the attention of the righteous Brand, and it seemed that this uh, incursion by the Queen had, almost simultaneously with your battle, ended in retreat. Seemingly for no reason. You were then brought by a captain of the Righteous Brand to Castle Ungebrock to meet with King Dwendal himself of the Dwendalian Empire, along with a number of other figures currently in his council at the moment, including Allura Visorin, uh, the head of Rexentrum's archive, um, and uh, Truscan, uh, Sydney Truscan, or Sidnock Truscan, the Prime Arbiter of the Empire, and uh, you saw to be Trent Ikathon alongside the uh, the Martinet Ludinus Galeth. During this period of time, it was revealed that Ludinus's uh, associate, his his assistant, if you will, Vents, seemed to be the figure heavily tied into this cult business, much to his surprise, it seemed, and those at the Council. You were also 
discussing your interactions with Jorhas and the Bright Queen, and it was revealed as part of this conversation your interactions there, and the um, the alliance that you had made on that side of the conflict. As part of that, you were charged uh, with using this relationship, possibly helping bring about some sort of a, a meeting, a parlay, a negotiation to possibly bring elements of this conflict to an end, as it seems that a large portion of this conflict stemming from the theft or disappearance of these beacons, supposedly by the Empire, the members of the Cerberus Assembly, say they are, they've recovered the relic in question and are eager to return it if it means the bloodshed will come to an end. So, given this missive by the King of the Empire, you were assigned to meet in the coming morning with the Martinet himself to discuss how to go about this plan of action. So, Mighty Nine, as you exit, assisted by a number of members of the Righteous Brand, you are given your weapons back that you had left within the waiting chamber, and you are pushed back out into the Shimmer Ward. At this point now, in the later afternoon, the clouded skies uh, starting to take the color of a coming sunset, and the afternoon is yours. You know you are, supposedly rooms are going to be situated or prepared for you uh, at a place referred to as the Kemaruth Cottage, here in the Shimmer Ward, um, and in the morning you will be meeting with Ludinus. So. Point of clarification. Yes. These motherfuckers right here, <laughs> from the assembly said they just found, like recently found the beacon. Correct. Okay. Lion motherfuckers. <laughs> Maybe it's a misunderstanding. Um, so, escorted out of the castle terrace, you are let within the Shimmer Ward and the guards go back into the castle. You are no longer under watch. And Shimmer Ward is yours. There's no escort with us? At the moment, no. Are we being shadowed? Make a perception check. Come on, first roll of the night, let's go Talton. hey, 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 hey! No, sadly, it's only a uh, 15. <laughs> uh, looking around in the vicinity, you do, not, yeah. you do not see yourselves being immediately shadowed or followed. Okay. I think we might be in the clear. Uh, it's the sun, the sun is setting, should we, um, Perhaps find a place to lodge for the night and discuss what just happened. They are putting us up. The cottage. The cottage. Oh, that's Cam right. Camaruth cottage. Camaruth. Camaruth. I'm on the wrong page. My notes. <clears throat> Don't know about the rest of you, but the less time we spend in this place, the happier I'll be. So, do we want to try and stock up on anything before we? This is Caleb's hometown. Don't disparage it in front of him. I'm not disparaging it. I'm just saying this place gives me the creeps. I feel well, I mean, he's not offended by that. Are you offended by that? I'm not offended by that. Well, yeah, see, I, it's fine. I retract my chiding. Fair. I need to pick up a few things. What do you need? I can probably get us there. Health potions. Oh yes. Diamonds, anything. 
yes, stocking up for every inevitability. A normal fare. Yeah, normal things that people buy. Diamonds and health potions. <laughs> Do I have any insight as to, I, this is a, a, a New York City right, that I know fairly well, except I've never been here, because this is my first uh, the, the places that you, you, you didn't like commonly frequent these locations. Mm -hmm. You know, you were still a student. Yeah. Um, and on a student's income, which was right. nothing saw, at all. I saw a small percentage. A very small percentage. Um, and most of the, t the interactions you had with type with, with healing potions and such were those that were given out as part of, you know, your training in the Soldier's Academy. And then, otherwise, were places that were specifically being organized by the Cerberus Assembly. Okay. Uh, and a lot of those places you gather are probably connected to the war effort, but you go ahead and make a history check. For I was going to say, do I know anything about the different wards, at least, like knowing the different areas yeah, of the city yeah. are better? Yeah, yeah. Any questions on like the You have the map there, but the. Um, uh, I rolled a one. Rolled a one. Okay. Well. <laughs> well. Uh, shook up, huh? You got me. I have to ask around then. <laughs> like, there's the Mosaic Ward, which is like the northern impoverished neighborhood, which is uh, largely a very muddy district. The the streets, they, not this is one part of the city where it isn't really cobblestone. Like the streets just become dirt, and because of the fairly common moisture and rainfall that happens here, it just leads to an extremely brown, muddy district. So it's it's referred to as the the Mosaic Ward. It's. Really, just nice one color, and it's kind of nice. I want to go. I'm sorry, that's the mud top word. The mosaic word. Oh, mud top. Mud, mud top, top makes a lot more sense. <laughs> oh, it's my brain. That's amazing. That's pretty great. Uh, the mosaic word is is uh, uh, a lot of more colorful ba colorful banners, uh, small fences. It's a housing district. Um, that's mostly on the southern portion of the city. Southern. Oh, it's like the arts district. In some ways. The Tangles is what you're most familiar with, and that's what you guys have traveled through mostly, which is kind of the central, kind of it's like a semicircle region to the uh, the center and uh, southwestern side of the of the of the village. Um, that's where a lot of the working class resides in the city. A lot of the general commerce happens there. There are many many smaller streets, and uh, the overall kind of the overall look of where everything meets and gathers in the way that the streets weave through the city looks like a large tangle from a, uh, an overhead view. Um, it's where the city was first built, and as it expanded, the structure seemed to you know, find a better, better uh, means of being planned out and built. So the center towards the city outside of the Shimmer Ward looks a little messier, and it's the, the older parts of the, of the town. And the, the academy is in the Shimmer Ward, yeah? Correct. Yeah. Ooh. We, we haven't taken a short rest either. We are all just beat to fuck oh, yeah. right now, aren't we? Yep. I'm on death's door. Oh. Um, what time of day is it? Uh, it's late afternoon. We're probably starting to get closer to sunset in the next hour or so. Do maybe go, go night night or maybe we just turn in then and save. Love that. Going out into the world Excuse for me, tomorrow, grandfather. Um, I, uh, <laughs> this really well-dressed, older uh, human gentleman, and uh, lots of jewelry on his fingers, and kind of jangling bands around his wrists, turns kind of liver-spotted head where the hair has receded back into this like uh, advanced widow's peak that comes very far forward, and the back of it just reaches to the very top of the head, turns. Can I help you? Uh, we are uh, not from these parts, and I am. Uh, uh, looking to um, do some shopping. I need some uh, jewels um, specifically, and then also maybe you know of uh, shops that cater to uh, arcane nature. Make a persuasion check. <laughs> How much money? That's cock. Okay, cool. 
It's almost the same thing. Uh, persuasion? Yes. Z- 11. 11. I, I'm sorry, I don't have anything to give you. And like quickly turns away and no, no, ignores he, you. He's not he's not a beggar, he just looks no. Oh, sorry! Okay. <laughs> he just no, quickly okay. shuffles up. <laughs> I don't want any trouble! I just <laughs> looks around the whole crew I now circling. Him. Faces to look like a fraud and I'm like, tell us what I think. <laughs> <laughs> We're the diamonds. <laughs> All right, well, Caduceus, maybe we should wipe all this blood off of ourselves. <laughs> <laughs> it occurs to me I'm a little worse for wear right now. Oh, yeah. Oh, God, I forgot about that. <laughs> huh. um, do you know where this uh, this place is? Camarus County. Yes, but but where in town? Do you know where it is, KK? Where, where did they tell us it was? The Shimmer Ward. Uh, they didn't tell you where it was, oh, but it wouldn't, t- it wouldn't take you too long to find it. Okay. The Shimmer Ward isn't extensively massive. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, and looking around, I'd say it'd take you about 10 minutes or so to locate it. It's on the southwestern side of the Shimmer Ward, not too far from the main gates where you entered. Okay. Probably placed there because it's closest to where most of the foot traffic enters and exits the area. All right, well, we limp our way there. Okay. You guys eventually come upon a beautiful, expansive, two-story inn of pale yellow stone and braided thatch for roofing. Uh, the windowsill gardens are lush, and the rooms each hold their own separate balconies that overlook the entirety of the ward, visible from that second floor. Um, as you approach, the front doors are actually partially ajar, and you can see there's uh, bits wooden wedges kind of jammed underneath to keep them somewhat open. Um, the, there are some some puddles of water that you kind of maneuver th- around before you get to the front entryway. But as you step inside, uh, you can already see kind of the nice dark cherry wood interior and the tall ceilings that make up the uh, the main entryway. There's magically lit chandeliers of dark iron, kind of large circular rings that two of them kind of overall light the inside of the building. Uh, you can see a staircase immediately to the left of what looks to be a front desk region that leads to the secondary floor. And it is a very, well, it's only you know two stories, and you've seen a lot of, especially in the central cities, inns that will stack up multiple floors to try and best use the space they have for the plot because this is in the more affluent area and this may have been here for quite some time. It's a little more expansive. It's a much larger inn as far as the breadth of uh, portion of land that it takes up. Um, is there one of those classy guys playing a piano in the lobby, or? No, there isn't um, somebody in, in playing a little. It's not a saloon, you dork. <laughs> <laughs> Just some um, music. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> like a, a small saxophone version of your turn to roll comes on. Um, you do see an attached doorway on the right that opens up into what you think is a tavern or dining hall of some kind. Uh, you smell food cooking, but it doesn't sound like it's busy yet, like they're preparing probably for an evening rush. Uh, but at that front counter, you do see what looks to be an elderly female dwarf, um, stark white hair that is uh, kind of braided thick and then wrapped around itself into this large bun that's about the size of the rest of her head. It almost gives like a, like a halo behind the back of it, the way it kind of frames the top. Um, with every single uh, wrinkle, you can see they're all placed by the wide smile that immediately kind of comes across her face as she looks up to the rest of you. And yeah, can I help you? <laughs> uh, I believe so, yeah. Um, I'm Keller Cameras. This is my cottage. Keller? Keller. 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 Um, excellent. So this is your 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 place. It's a family business. It is. My grandkids help out. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, 
uh, we uh, are to be guests here um, uh, of uh, the king and the Cerberus Assembly. I believe arrangements were made. We are the Mighty Nine. Right, right. She pulls out a small piece of paper with a guy. Quickly, hastily scribbled around and goes, uh, yes, yes, uh, you, uh, this is already paid for uh, under the, the intent of the assembly, so rooms have been arranged individually, seven such chambers, uh, keys to be, uh, here you are. <laughs> puts down like seven really nice iron keys under the table, they're all like intricately carved and, and uh, like beautifully done. It's supposed to the rougher keys you find across wow. most portions of or our travels. Or at that point in our career. Wow. Yeah, we've come cool. up, started yeah. at the bottom. Yeah. Look where we is. I know I smell something delicious. Is food available to be served at the moment? Not at the moment, but it should be within the, about the next hour or so, if you hang around. Uh, you should see the crowds gathering around that time, so just keep it clean. The rooms are taken care of, but uh, what if like the incidentals, are those taken care of also? Or? Is there a Wi-Fi password she's asking? <laughs> so if you would like to partake in the various uh, food items provided, uh, you would have to pay separately, oh, okay. but... Uh, I won't. I won't why, go crazy. Why don't we uh, clean up? Uh, I what's? I, I just learned a new word. Icker. Is that is that what this is? Yes. I've had to learn new words for what happens to me now. You look uh, like you've had quite a day. It's been quite a day. <laughs> uh, let's clean up and have a meal, maybe. Yeah, that sounds lovely. Mm-hmm. Yes, we'll all meet down here in the lobby in what thirty minutes or so. Yeah, realistically, more like yeah, probably like forty-five. Yeah. Hi. Yeah. Let's go. <laughs> All right, we'll have the boys show you up to your rooms here. Isa! Palmer! Whoa. She just screams out suddenly out amongst the tavern, and you hear foots coming down the stairs, and you hear these two can't be older than probably 16 uh, dwarf boys come around, pushing each other out of the way. Yes, Mom! Yes, yes, Grandma! Oh! Hello? We're supposed to show you to your rooms, I think, right? Right? Take the keys and show them to the various chambers! No! Like, right, right. They grab this this way, and they're like kind of not making eye contact with you. They're kind of. Uh, they lead you up. Uh, do we each need our own escort? That seems excessive. Our own what? Our own escort? Did you say? Yeah, oh, our own rooms. Keep going. Yeah, let them let them lead on. Mm-hmm. They're excited. Mm-hmm. So the two of them kind of in a once they leave the eye and you know the the, the sight line the earshot of the grandmother, shoulders slump a bit and they just go, all right, here's your room, here's your room, here's your room. They kind of just show you around, and getting the job done, baseline what's required. Right. Oh, hold like, on, don't, like, don't Where did yeah. all your enthusiasm go? <laughs> tell, tell us what your names were again. They look at each other. I'm Isa. It's like I'm Palmer. Palm. Palmer. Palmer. Yes, of course. My my. You have grandkids then? Yeah. Do you? Are you compelled to work here? No. Does it look like I'm compelled to work here? I, uh, <laughs> yeah, good, are you good. just a teenager? Is that what's going on? <laughs> no. I got a full beard. Oh. It's like kind of scraggly and barely coming through. I understand. Like that it's early peach fuzz that just looks a bit too thin. It's quite majestic. Your grandmother's a wonderful person. Is, is there a lot of um, vacancy here this evening, or is it uh, fairly full up? Um, oh, a few folks left after everything that went down earlier today. Uh, but you know, it's been pretty crowded. We got your rooms, though. Oh no! Yeah. Is there a problem with the room, sir? Oh, I was just curious how loud it is at night. I'm a fairly light sleeper. I like him. I'll get you an extra pillow. 
Oh. An extra pillow would be great. Okay, I'm yeah. between my knees, it helps align my spine at night. Sure, nice. whatever floats your boat. Okay. Runs off to grab you another pillow. <laughs> the other, other dwarf's gonna stand there, like, kicking the ground. Need, need anything else? Yeah, do you have, like, um, little complimentary soaps? <laughs> Some coffee? Anything like that? Washroom's at the end of the hall. Can you give me, like, a handful of free stuff? Make a persuasion check. <laughs> I give the opposite of like, I, I like subtract a d4 from this. Cast a bane on. What'd you roll? Natural 20. Natural 20. Look, I speak punk ass. I know, yeah. you do. Right. The way you insinuate it, like you can tell in your in your vocal timber, like. Give me a good shit, man. So you're, probably, you're gonna steal the free yeah, this is probably it's probably a fun girl to hang out yeah, with. Yeah. It's like Clean. immediately like, answer drugs. I mean, <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could probably steal something, right? I mean, like what, like you want soap? You said, yeah, like those um, little bottles of booze, you know, that they give wow. you sometimes. Did they do that? Then? I'm, I'll, I'll, I don't know. Can't, it can't. can't, can't <laughs> I'll have to ask my grandma. No, you don't, right? Why don't you I have to ask, ask my grandma. Oh, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. You're gonna get yeah. these guys killed. <laughs> Don't understand what's happening. And he kind of rushes off. Want to join guys in <laughs> Wow. That was cool. Let's well, appreciate, you know, like, they got that, like, overhead built in, you know? Genuinely don't well, understand I know, what's happening. I mean, teenagers don't think anything's cool, and that one thought you were pretty cool. Uh, yeah, fucking look at me. I'm covered in fucking blood. Speaking of which, who is the most disgusting amongst us? Who's up first? I got swallowed. I, I haven't had a shower in uh, uh, so many months. Oh, shit, really? I mean. I think you've won first. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I mean, I didn't mean it. I figured. No, wow, no. no, please, for the love of the gods, get in there. No, I'm just. If anyone has a conversation you hear from behind you, I'm going first! And Jester just runs to the washroom. <laughs> well, that's fair. I'm just going to leave her a bag of taffy in her room, so for the next however many hours uh, it takes. So four of you guys are facing the front, in which case, as you kind of go into your chambers, they're, they're very nice chambers. They're, they're on size, pretty similar to like the Pillow Trove and Zadash. Um, it kind of reminds you of, of that locale, though the Pillow Trove is kind of lighter as far as the, uh, the, the decor and the sheets and everything that was placed around here. This place has more of a um, kind of earth tones to it. It feels like it's trying to aim for rustic, but it's a little too nice for rustic, so it can't quite find its, you know, its theming. <laughs> Lord, I Kind of, yeah. But uh, aside from a window, there is uh, what looks to be a, uh, a, a double door, a glass door that opens out onto a balcony. On each room. On each room. Uh -huh. And the other three, they're facing the other direction, uh, face out into a garden that sits in the exterior on the back end of the actual car. Caleb takes a front facing. Okay. You sure? Yes. I'm gonna Feels a little exposed, don't you think? I'll do it as well. I'll take the room next to his. No. Uh, take the third room on that side? Yes, please. I'll take the fourth then. Fifth. Well, there's only four. four. So. No, I'm four. I'll be on the other side then. <laughs> <laughs> Good decision. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You guys choose your individual chambers, and you can take some time to, to make the space your own. Um, but the rest of the evening is yours. Uh, for that hour of time of 45 minutes, which is really going to be an hour. Um, <laughs> Realistically. Caleb will spend a minute wiping blood off of his face and then um, bring up Frumpkin and sit in a chair 
and just stare out at the city and just scratch Frumpkin. Okay. And remember. All right. Is there time for a short rest in this, or is this not short rest material? Uh, if you guys are taking about an hour. <laughs> it's going to be an hour. There will be a shower involved mm-hmm. or whatever. Then, yeah, you can take a shower. When you say an hour, it's probably more like an hour. Hour and a half. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. 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 No, no, I'll just see you guys at dinner. I'll see you at the, I'll see you at the bar after. See you at the bar. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. I'm say, time to make it our beeswax to be there. Oh, beeswax. No fashion. <laughs> so, the hour goes by. Those of you who wish to take a short rest to heal up, hit dice wise a bit. Also do the same thing for. Wait, wait, what are we doing? Oh, oh, geez. Geez. Just assume she's rolling the same geez. way. Oops. Worst. My own fault. Under ten. Hallelujah. <laughs> this short rest brought to you by. Champions. Idol, Idol champion. There you go. Uh, um, so we meet down for dinner, I assume. Mm-hmm. Um, the meals here are pretty nice. Uh, we'll say for standard across the board for the evening's meal and drink, unless you're providing or asking for any specific <laughs> upper serious. upper shelf uh, alcohol of any kind, uh, it'll probably put you to about, we'll say, about six silver a person. To eat for the night. I'll take that. You're gonna pay for all of us. Thank you. Yeah. How much is that total then? Six per person. Six times seven. Six times seven. Uh, Forty-two. Forty-two silver. It's nothing. Just put in a golden for tips. So I just do it. Better. Yeah. We used to call people for some of us. Alrighty. Are we? Alone? Is there anyone else in the restaurant? Uh, how busy is the five gold? Uh, it's not terribly busy. You see, maybe eight other patrons that have come through. Uh, you guys definitely stand out amongst a lot of them. Many of them appear to be very well dressed. They could be traveling merchants. They could be, uh, you know, family of nobles that there was no space to stay in. You're uncertain, but they all look to to be definitely at least a, a middle or upper class type. A presentation, whether or not they actually uh, you know, exist and live that lifestyle, they're definitely presenting as such. Um, but you don't have quite the spread of, of dynamic outfits and figures that your group does, and so no matter where you sit, you kind of stick out a little bit. And you, every time you kind of look up and look around, there's a few eyes on you, but as is, as is the nature of this type of upper crust uh, you know, social experience, as soon as that eye connection happens. <clears throat> anybody, so, uh, anybody giving us a funny, funny look? Yeah, or is by it just... check of the room, is anybody uh, See paying, paying too much attention? Or a Make dark? an insight check. 19. Mm-hmm. 16. Yes. All right. Um, you do see one person that is dressed in what looks to be Nice traveling attire with a bit of like an under, under set of, of basic leather armor, but the kind you you see people who are willing or you know taking long trips along uh, trade routes and main roads to wear, uh, and they've pretty much been eating alone and just keeping an eye on you. All right. So 
It's so hard to feel like you belong in places like this. I feel like I'm pretending. What, fancy places? Yeah. Yeah, agreed. Yasha. <laughs> Very good. Yeah. Um, did you take did you take your bath? Yes. Because this thing's still there. Is that is that? That's that's. This it's a, always there. This is a tattoo. Oh, I just thought that. <clears throat> I don't know what I thought. She I was just, a messy eater. Uh, yeah, maybe. Oh. Yeah. Like a coffee stain or something. No, that's just uh, part of my face. <laughs> <laughs> I made it a part of my Oh, okay. That, that wasn't sense. that way. Hey, welcome back to Yasha, I guess, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It feels weird to, uh, just this morning, I was uh, not fully myself. And now I am. And you got revenge for the one who did this to you, which was pretty badass. I don't know if that's the word I would use, but, uh, Yes. Wait, revenge or badass? <laughs> badass, I guess, oh. and revenge, all of it. It's oh, doesn't feel that way. It feels weird. Feels like uh, it's not finished, and part of it feels like it wasn't enough. <sighs> well, I don't think twelve hours are going to roll back months of. Uh, I think you might be right, Caleb. Do you think he's gone, Oban? For real? I mean, he seems... It seemed like it. I mean, I think if someone is uh, goopy, maybe they're gone. Seems like they they might be. (gasps) Finally, Jester. Wow, you really took a shower. Making an appearance. Oh my god. Wow. <laughs> Why didn't we all bathe? Upstairs? Yeah. Only one of us bathed. <laughs> Hi. I'm married to that. Oh wait, oh, no, wait. no, I'm not. <laughs> Hi. Hi, baby. You look beautiful. Thank you. Oh, Hi. Did, did you win? Announced my category. You just left. <laughs> you just left before your category. Well, I saw on Twitter that you were using my dice. I wasn't using your dice. <laughs> Somebody said my dice. That's was a in joke. Front of I would never touch your dice without well, you. I had to come. I had to come. How did you get here so fast, dude? It was there was no traffic. Priorities. For your category. Respect. For your category, will you just go back real quick? Yeah, I'm just gonna go. <laughs> like, so let me know, chat room, if, if I win. <laughs> <laughs> the music will just be. Playing. Yeah, if you win, you have to give it. You have to. Stop I and give a went speech. to the bathroom. I did though, well, and then I. It's okay as long as nobody knows and there's no. Film, like, there's no way that, that I you knew, know. We could just film an acceptance speech on an iPhone. We'll just send it over. iPhone. We're broadcasting live. She could do an acceptance speech. Right? Yeah, live. You know what, man? I'll it's give an acceptance over. speech here yeah. for sure. With yeah. a slight delay. Yeah. yeah. I, I think we all admire your priorities. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, I'm not even kidding. I love you guys. Yeah. <laughs> I was talking to Yasha about um, how it's mm. to be free in the last few months. We basically and showered, you were bathing. and now mm. we're having dinner. Oh, yeah. that's all. We're dinner I'm so glad they clean now. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we are at the Camaruth Cottage. Yes. 
and Obviously. swearing and things away. Yasha before. was explaining that she has some mild sort of PTSD. We're talking with uh, Chester like she just came out of a coma. I don't remember anything that just happened. Yasha, I meant to ask, since it has been months, um, is there anything that you need to do? Anyone you need to notify or follow up on? Or? No. Oh. I think uh, the only people that I, I I would have need to have notified are you guys and Molly. So uh, that's just you guys. Well, so. even even before all this began, you know, sometimes you would stare out into into the night and yearn to be somewhere else. Is that? Still part of your MO? Like, are you going to disappear tomorrow morning? Is it raining right now? Uh, it is, yeah. Faintly. It's not, not as strong as it was earlier today. Uh, I, I don't know. I mean, I feel like I, I just uh, will see if I can feel a little more. Uh, uh, I don't know. I feel like nowhere feels like home, so. At least not yet. Maybe that will change. We have a great keep in Jorhouse. Jorhaus, we call it the Jorhouse. Jorhouse. In the middle of the, the, the mural in a while, and yeah. I haven't uh, slept in a bed in a while, so that's going to be weird. Where did you sleep when you were with. Uh, you even sleep? You had camp, we spied on you. Yeah, just a lot of, you know, sleeping on the ground, which I guess I'm used to anyway, more so than sleeping in a bed. What was sleeping like when you were under his control? Did you dream as yourself? Yeah. I did. I, I, I feel like sometimes when I was sleeping, that was the only time where I felt like myself, which is weird, because you know, my, my dreams would come through where it just felt like, I felt like I was me for a while. Anyway. It's good to have you back. It's good to be back. Oh, uh, I forgot, uh, I'm gonna take out 500 gold. You let me borrow this uh, one time, and I said I was going to pay you back, but I didn't get oh. a chance to, so. Uh, but that was for your, your braces, wasn't it? Yeah, but yeah, we'll see what has. Still, you let me borrow $500, 500 gold, I mean. I don't know what dollars are. <laughs> About one gold, I think. Keep <laughs> it. We've been earning a fair amount of money in your absence. It's I would fun. feel uncomfortable if you didn't take it. I will take the money. <laughs> Dinner's on Ford. <laughs> I tell you what. I tell you what, because I feel strange taking five hundred gold from someone that's been mind controlled for several months. How about I'll give you a gift in exchange, and I will take out the book that Caleb gave me, and I will hand it to Yasha. Uh -huh. 
What's that? What's that book? Oh, shit. What is this book? This is a really good book, Yasha. Is that Tuscala? What is it? Just give it a look before you go to sleep and... Yeah. It's a good book. Is it like a? Um, is there sexy times in it? Like I don't know. No, but if, it is right up your alley. Okay, it's a good choice. But we, we do have a good. We sexy could time make book. sexy times in it. We could put whatever we want to. Maybe well, like add something on the side. Of <laughs> add the words in bed to the oh, end of the yeah, sentence. Yeah, that's really good. That is very kind of you, Ford. I really, I mean, I do like to read, so. Uh, it's such a short book. <laughs> it's so small. It's a footbook. <laughs> well, should we um, start discussing what we're going to do um, with the whole getting the realms to talk to each other and everything? World peace. And yeah. I don't know if this is the yeah. time or place to, oh, to do that take right now. But do you have something in your eyeball? I, 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 I have a thing in my eyeball. Yeah. I recommend That's, we take a bottle of something to up to this. one of our rooms and discuss it. Those mm. punk-ass kids should be bringing me something. Oh. It better be fucking good. What, what? Oh, um, while you were bathing, yeah. we met some teens, some sullen teens, okay. and uh, Bo hit it off with them really great. Yeah, they're pretty cool. They were very refreshing, yeah. actually. Uh, and wow. they, they said that they would steal something from the hotel for her. Yeah. <laughs> Anything in, in particular? They didn't specify, but she I asked said for booze. Good shit. Oh, nice. Yeah. Kind of like challenged them a little bit, you know, it was kind of like, how cool are you, you know, man? Let's, it's, it's a really good tactic for manipulating young people. If they succeed and they're really good, are you going to get them into the... Um, the cool party? No, like, you can make them a monk or something. I'm conflicted on yeah, how yeah, proud yeah, I'm yeah. supposed to be about this. <laughs> Having a very difficult time gauging. It was almost as if you were like speaking a different language to each other, <laughs> and I couldn't understand. It was like no. lots of words were missing yeah, I just in sentences. To chase you off yeah. in my front yard or something. Yeah, basically just like kind of get rid of all consonants and yeah. just kind of like blur a lot of shit together. Yeah. Fluent. I'm uncomfortable. Do you bring some sweatpants? I wish. <laughs> Well, 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 at the break, <laughs> the yeah, maybe I'll just rip the target. Um, Caleb, I haven't really had a moment to gauge your feelings about how all of that went. He he called you by your real name. Why don't we go up to my room, all of us? Sure. I will uh, cast uh, see invisible. Nope, I don't have that. We haven't rested. Oh, I took a short rest. The invisibility. Does it come back on the short rest? It does not. No. So you do not cast. So I do this stupid hand gesture and pretend like something happens. Okay. (sighs) Okay. You guys are following Caleb to his chamber. Yes. Mm -hmm. Good memory. Oh no! Damn. Jester was just robbed of something. No, I wasn't. She was Stop. robbed. No, I wasn't. Someone else got the thing that Stop she that. should have gotten. <laughs> no, no. That's, all, that's good. That's real good, you guys. It would have been real bad. 
thief. Some sort of mad person. Yeah. A mad person? Oh. <laughs> it'd, have been, it'd have been real bad. It'd have been real bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah. so oh, probably okay, will be best. Oh my god. Yeah. I can't believe it. A you calculated think. risk you took. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. There's been much pooping in that chair. Who <laughs> knew? <laughs> Not in that dress. <laughs> It's like the end of Sound of Music with the, the, the family von Trump. <laughs> the family von Trump. <laughs> the von Trump family. Yeah. No? <laughs> it does kind of fuck up. Matt's coming to the second half and has tried to I know. Stop making wishes. <laughs> have a tendency to come true these days in a very monkey paw way. You guys go ahead and follow Caleb up to his chambers and spacious room. Uh, each room is slightly different and has kind of its own personality, though it is generally uh, similar. Um, but you all go into the chamber, close the door behind you, and you're fairly, fairly certain you have some element of privacy. Um, we have a lot to talk about. Should we search the room for, you know? People spying on us and stuff. I'll use divine sense and see if there's anything around. Okay. You concentrate for a moment and kind of extend your senses. Sixteen feet. You know, as you focus, you can smell from the the normally like perfumed interior of the room fades to like a like the smell of a fresh breeze and kind of an earthy scent as you feel the wild mother expanding your consciousness into the space. Uh, you don't pick up anything fiendish or anything undead. I'll also just eyeball, go ahead. Yeah, no, you go ahead first. Just eyeball the room, make sure that I don't see anything. Perception check, please. Yeah. I'll use to detect magic once the doors are closed, just to keep an eye on everything, take a look around, see if anything's giving me a, an itch. Okay. What'd you roll? Just an eight. An eight. Uh, glancing around the chamber, it looks like a standard chamber. Uh, you cast tech magic, aside from all of you guys that just glow like Christmas trees, yeah. um, there is the the oil lantern, the oil lamp that's over by the bed that kind of is the central source of light in the room, does have its own glow. And as you kind of approach and look over at it, you can see that it is uh, it is not an actual flame, it is a small glowing orb, it is a magical lamp. Actually, just a quick look around is not good enough for me. I'm going to take 10 minutes to methodically Search this room for anything. Okay, make an investigation check. Seeing him do that, I, I will I, also assist in that. If I turn off okay. the light, does it, does it continue to have a detect matter? Yeah, no, that wouldn't change anything. Because <laughs> he always likes that. He likes this when he prepares to sleep. Yeah, he's. Uh, we haven't been in a lot of hotels, so you know he just wants to make sure that he knows where to fold the clothes and where the extra robe is. I'm going to jump on the bed while they're doing it. This place oh, Caleb's arm just got caught under the mattress as he was searching it. Sorry. Oh, <laughs> Hold on, let me jump up. There you go. <laughs> uh, going around the chambers, they seem fairly devoid of any specific traps or okay. dangerous is implements. There a chair in the room? <laughs> there is. Oh like no! Kill it with fire. <laughs> okay. Yes. No, no, come out of the <laughs> Fireball. Um. That would turn the campaign in a very weird direction. Um. Yeah, room seems relatively safe. It is the the wonderful Caleb experience of everyone rushing to the room going, okay, so Caleb, what's going on? 10 minutes of him searching yeah, the room. Yeah. You're all just kind of like. 
Welcome back. Very on brand. Very yeah. On. yeah. Well, now that that's settled, what's our play here? Do we do we go across? Do we go back? We can. T- where can we teleport? We can't teleport to to Jor House. Jor House. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. We can. We could go to the dynasty. We can. Yes, we can. We can. But to what end? What are we going to do? We just walk in and say, hey, King Grendel wants to talk to you. Well, we're getting ahead of us. I don't even know where to begin. Um, we we to are meeting with the, the Martinets tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, correct. They have some idea of what they want to do. I don't know if they're going to be open to a counter idea. We are we going to get access to this beacon? What if, we, what if the whole thing is like. A red herring, or a Trojan horse, or a fake. Right? The beacon is like trapped or something, and they're waiting. They've like done something to it, so the minute it goes back to the dynasty, it explodes and brightly. But we're not taking it back to the dynasty. This is a, upon successful meeting, right? Yeah, sure. We're supposed to broker some sort of meeting between the two. Did not establish on this ground, or there's neutral or otherwise. This is entirely rigged to be a trap. Hmm. We have to get comfortable. Huh? I was agreeing with Ford. You said we were meeting with a Martinet. I thought we were supposed to be meeting with Trent Ikithon, no? No, Martinet. Deleth. Sorry. Sorry. Deleth, yes. Oh, okay. Speaking Speaking of of Trent, he he did see Caleb. He called him by his real name. He seemed very calm about that. How do you feel? What do you want to do? Are we going through with this? You know, I have spent a long time imagining how seeing him again would go, and I did not imagine that. Uh, I have spent years avoiding that, and we just walked in. I, I have imagined choking the life from that man a lot, uh, and I think we need to work with him. Will you be able to? I am not comfortable with that idea, knowing how that feels. But Well, there is a lot at stake right now, and we are surrounded by an entire city of armed guards and the king's will. But I don't know what to believe. They said that they just found this beacon. We know that that is almost certainly horseshit. They did not just find a beacon. Um, It's hard to know who knows what. It's hard to know if the king knows what the assembly knows. It's hard to know what the assembly knows. Absolutely. I don't know what. Ikathon's intentions are. I don't know if they are in unison within the assembly. Mm. It's hard to feel safe here. It is hard to feel safe here. Well, we're not safe here. There is something to be said for playing the game, taking this a few pieces down the road. I honestly don't think we have much other choice. We've done it successfully before. We did it in Jorhas. Now we have to do it again. And what other option is there? We'll end up in a prison cell or dead. Considering how the last 24 hours went, I feel pretty comfortable saying if he looks at you sideways, we will not leave enough of him to be found. 
we have to we work. Just, we could just do that. We could just kill him, chop him up into little tiny well, pieces, and then we escape to your house and we never come back. I suppose what I meant Here. is we're going to try and keep you safe. And I think we can. <laughs> Is what I meant. Oh. <laughs> I mean, but we could do, you know. Wow. I'm not either against way. that either. Caleb is, Caleb is flashing back to the boat when Jester just sunk an axe into a dude's head. Yeah, uh-huh. he just screamed. Uh-huh. Hmm. We do have Jester's option. I, I Worst have, case scenario. Sounds pretty dangerous. I appreciate both sentiments, <laughs> honestly, but. We, we don't know what circumstances we're dealing with yet, and he is certainly not alone. He, just the one man is very powerful, and he has a network of people. Our goal is going to be getting you out of this city no matter what, though, as long as you know that. that that's really beyond anything, at least for me, is to make sure that you're, you're not ending here under any circumstances. I guess um, one question I had, Levy is, aside from rendezvousing with uh, the Martinet and figuring out how we're going to get out of here and what we're going to do in the grand scheme of things, is there anything else in Rexentrum that you want to know, you want to see, you want to visit while we're here? We haven't. We have sort of safe passage through the city. Something that we've never had before. Even a check-in, a, a pass-by, a drive-by. We could go for you. I'll think about it tonight. Depending on what we hear from the Martinet, we might be on a tight timetable, though. We're gonna, we're gonna need to know a lot. Even if it's not the truth, we're at least gonna need to know what kind of lie they want to tell, where it came from, how they found it, what what it would take to make this end on their end, what would be the things they would want to stop this. What I fear is we go to this meeting tomorrow and, and hear them out and hear what their intention is. Cannot take it at face value. No. We also probably cannot turn it down. And I doubt that the Bright Queen will be so foolish as to take it at face value either. And she'll understand that we're telling her what we heard. We'll see. Yes, of course. Yes, and she won't be foolish enough to just meet with someone face to face. She might astral project herself into the meeting or something. She can do that? I don't know, she she can live a million years. remind us all that um, the last time we were in Johas, we were being watched, and I would assume that was by someone in the dynasty, not here. So if they were watching while we were in that room. They already know everything. Could be. It might not be a bad idea to, Chester, hmm? um, to contact one of our friends there. The Bright Queen? Yes. Ooh. Or, or Essek. Essek, oh boy. And they are not going to trust the Empire at face value either, mm-hmm. but at least for our own uh, standing with them, to appear to be uh, on the up and up with them. So what would they say, like, um, what would they say? To Essek? 
Yeah, like, um, hey, we met with King Dwendal. They say they have a beacon and they want to make peace. Yes. Do you guys want to meet up with them, maybe? Coffee? I think that might be too much. I even would just say we are, through circumstances, meeting with the Empire. We'll let you know in person. I don't know if we want to put any of this through a sending spell. It seems like a thing that can be misconstrued. We need with to do this in person. 25. Right. I could send multiple sending messages. Wouldn't it be great, though, if we could meet Essex somewhere that's not all the way in the dynasty? He's quite powerful. Perhaps if we said we have a lead on that item that you asked us to track down, could we meet somewhere? Somewhere neutral. Like, like, TravelerCon. We are not in the dynasty anymore. Or on the way. Well, why don't we go back to um, 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 the cold mountain town where the elves were, where we met Rini. Uthadurn? Uthadurn. Do we have a, oh, we do have a way to transport there. Uthadurn or uh, Lingosound. Yeah, however, if we show up tomorrow, there is no guarantee that they're not just going to march us off to whatever their means of transportation is. We had no idea what is going to happen once we walk through that door and begin that conversation. No. We're, we're, we're just meeting with the Martinet, right? It's just him? The most powerful mage in the Empire. If their plan had been to imprison us and kill us, yes, they would have done it all. Uh, two hours be, ago would have been an amazing time to do it. We need to be in fact. I'm not saying they're going to drop us on the spot, but we are going to start moving on a path that we might not fully approve of. I think we're all of the same mind, though, that we should try and fight that, implore them, educate them on why that is not the best way to reach their goal, I, yes? I, I think Ford's right here, like, beyond what King Dwindle said of us standing on the boundaries and being traitors. I think we have to steer this. And certainly, it might not be our choice. I know what Caleb was getting at, but I think we should try every resource we have. I just don't think that we should show up with the Empire with no advanced warning to them. No, no, not at no, all. We need to go by ourselves. We would go by ourselves and if confer us. with Essek. <laughs> if that's what they approve. Well, tomorrow. that's what we're talking about, though. We're we're going to have to have some ultimatums or else this isn't going to work. What if we give them the ultimatum and they're like, no? And then they're like, do it right now the way we say, or you all die. You go with these two people, and now. they will take you. Then we. Yeah, what do we do? Oh, do we have any bargaining chips? Ooh, do we have anything? What if, what if they try to do that, and instead of taking them to Jorhas, we can just, you just make a circle to go somewhere else that we know, and then the minute we get there, we, we ditch kill them. them. Or we cut them up. Yeah. Or we just just leave. a couple guards in our hypothetical. I can totally see how I am partly responsible for this current <laughs> mode of thinking. Look, it's going to be a negotiation. It's a discussion, right? Yeah. I I just no think we just we don't go over as pushovers, right? Mm, agreed. So, okay, maybe we need to have some hard lines. Okay. Things we won't budge on. You know. One. We're not going anywhere today. Two. We're not going supervised. Three. We are not going until we see the beacon ourselves in person. Oh, that's a big one. That's a really big that's one. That's a big guy. That's a hard line. We have no what? proof that they actually fucking have that's it. That's true. I like it, I like it. Four. 
we're also going to want to know what they actually want. What are what kind of demands? Even if we're not going to be representing them, we need to know that they actually want something. If they don't want something, what's the point of doing this? They want an end to the war. What does that mean? What do they want out of it? What kind like of that guarantees? one's a squiggly line. <laughs> <laughs> that's like a hard line that's like an up and down kind of. Justin, how about you really under a thousand platinum? Five, a thousand platinum. Yep. Six. They should cover incidentals at our hotel. Seven. Also, like, do they have like? Do you want anything? I mean, we're just asking for stuff now. Chocolate. Because it's well, yeah, I like chocolate, so that should definitely be high on the list. Chocolate eight is. What about these are lower priorities? These are lower priorities. What about some armaments? What if they have almond some mint? Almond mint. Almond mint. Almond mint. But we're not going into battle. Like any Are we not? Is anybody at Are we not engaging on dangerous business for the Empire? Perhaps they have some items, some things that might help us in our quest. We're track of numbers. We may. I have a question because it is. Wait, is that a knock at the door? Caduceus and oh. Beauregard, you hear a knock, but it's not at this door. It's at two doors down. Oh shit, it's my kids, it's my delivery. I'll be right back, I'll be right back. <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> Hang on, wait. I just, <laughs> I peek out the door. You peek out and you see the dwarf kid you spoke to earlier is like down at your room going like, Sup, sup, bro. Whoops! <laughs> <laughs> oh. <clears throat> Comes wait. over. Ah, stop right there. Go, just. He drops this little bag on the ground. <laughs> And then just heads off downstairs. <laughs> it's full of poop. It's full of poop. Yeah, what is it? Before it's oh, a full it's of poop. Another poop bag. It's a tiny, uh, like square glass vial with a cork in it. It's like a dark brown glass. What the shit is that? He poured out his dad's bourbon stash. <laughs> it's it's his grandma's special personal oh! liquor. Oh. <laughs> in a perfume bottle. <laughs> Some strong oh, orange shit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, it's the good shit. Perfect. Oh yeah. Saw that. Just a sec. Do not. You're gonna go last. I don't want. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Yeah. <laughs> There's a knock on the door. Uh oh. Which Tell one? Ours. Fucking kids to go away. We're trying to collaborate. Oh, I, I Does it sound like the? No, you didn't. <laughs> did it sound like the same knock? It did. Who is it? No response. I, I, I pick it open. Hey, so, sorry, buddy. Um, uh, do you? Yeah, no. I, I noticed you, you work for the Cobalt Soul. Yeah, man. Yeah, I do. What's up? It's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Do you want to go to prom? <laughs> um, anyway, here. I, I did you a favor. All right. Bye. Wait. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> For your trouble, this is this is the official Cobalt Soul sanctioned shit. I could get in trouble if any of these are caught outside of the hands of any of the members of the Cobalt Soul. All right, so don't fucking get in trouble with this. All right. All right. And I just give them a couple of my ninja stars. <laughs> <laughs> you watch your face go. <laughs> don't fucking don't. Dude, be fucking Like, hides him and is like, <clears throat> you notice, like, accidentally stabbed himself with one already, and it's like, <laughs> Also, don't fucking hurt yourself, man. I can't be responsible. No, I didn't hurt myself. It's fine. It's cool. It's cool. Right. You're going to get them killed. 
a year from now we're going to come back and the other kid's going to have an eye patch. <laughs> <laughs> That's, uh, what be scrambles off. Awesome. <laughs> was that a reenactment of the first time Matt and Marcia met? Practically. <laughs> Practically. Cool, cool, cool. She gave you some ninja stuff. That's when I knew. Uh, That's when I knew. Are you just carrying those? <laughs> Look, man, she grew up on the street. She knows how to keep herself safe. <laughs> Those Kentucky streets, dirt gravel streets. Oh, don't tell me you didn't know kids in your Kentucky high school who carried ninja stars. Oh, man, are you kidding? Butterfly knives. <laughs> yeah, it's a, it's a lot of boredom. Yeah, uh, oh, I know. Anyway, a lot of more the kid rushes off, excited, slightly in pain. Fucking piece of shit, kids. All right. <laughs> Well, I, I, I okay, hang on. I was writing because it's, it's it's been a, a little bit of time. But uh, wh- wh- whose side are you on? Oh, it's <laughs> oh, a good, you, it's a good you point. Mean, you mean us yeah, uh, collectively? Yeah. We've been playing both sides in order to achieve peace. Actually, That's said the dynasty really well. has quite a war they're waging against the empire, and uh, the same is true for the other side. This is actually the first instance of the empire. At least pretending like they want to find some way to a truce. But the dynasty is like, fuck them. Yeah, it's we, gonna be real hot. We, we have been given these little medallions that allow us to move amongst the dynasty, uh, similarly to how we are here. Yeah. And we kind of. And in all fairness, this gentleman we're meeting yeah, with, Ma- the Martin, the Martinet seems to be trust the on the more trustworthy side of the spectrum, right? Ludinus. We'll see. I mean, his own assistant was betraying him, and he seemed genuinely surprised. That is true. Well, could you just, what was your your point? Like goals? We need goals. Was more or less the one liner. Yeah, we need to know. I mean, we need to know what they want. We need to know what they actually want beyond like. They're not going to tell no, us that. No, they won't. Or at least a general idea that they even, if they even know what they want. We do. If, if they don't tell us what they want, that we at least need to know that they have some. If, that there is a world that I've been thinking about when you're planting vegetables. Oh, God. Mm-hmm. Hear me out. Okay. And if you have two, you have two plants that need different things in the soil, and they're gonna, if they're going to not both grow at the same time, and how you deal with that. And honestly, usually just one dies. And I have been trying to figure out what the answer to this is, it's very frustrating. But sometimes they complement each other they if do. you have two different vegetables together. Yeah, sometimes Be- if you, if you, grow if you up, plant uh, the right thing, if, 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 if two plants are fighting over, over a chunk of land, though, I've, I've never known it to just stop being a Sometimes they stop growing, fighting, and you can make them intertwine, and it turns into a really beautiful tree sculpture. Yeah. Well, I'm not sure. At the very least, you can put some stones down sometimes and keep, you know, make some flower beds or something. Yeah, sometimes. What the fuck? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, hang on, hang on. I see what he's getting at, though. But people people have been cultivating and making plants work for us 
for thousands of years, man. To uh, but to your point, right uh, that dwarven shit no. is fucking strong. <laughs> so, so. so you got to make the ground work for you, right? You like you said, the stones, the beds. Sometimes you got to make what barriers. The, what does the kale need to grow? What do the potatoes need to grow? You just gotta, they got to each have what they need. No, this this is, shit there, this is good. I, I would like for a moment to move us away from a botany metaphor <laughs> and suggest that perhaps. The one angle we could use is try to convince them that there is a greater threat than either of these nations. That's what we have been dealing with. It's uh, the only thing that could over. pull them out of their own asses, I, perhaps. I feel like we, did, did we stop it though for a while at least, that part? Perhaps, we only I, know a bit. I agree with Caleb, it, but only to the ends of seeing who might react to that sort of a revelation. I feel like, I think we're in agreement here. Oh. These people we're going to meet with are part of this, yes? That the war is a distraction, that someone in these meetings on the Empire side is hoping that no one knows that this is happening. Also, it's incredibly strange that the Empire is now 100% in charge of cleaning up the mess from where the Change of Oblivion is being held under that temple, and are we just supposed to oh. trust that? Like, that's now, no. No, that's been worrying me. You know. Number nine. The Empire is not solely in charge of cleaning up where the Unchained Oblivion was. We also get to be in charge of that. Mm. Number mm. 10. No. Pastries? I'm always well, we already have pastries. All of them at future meetings. Just make sure that the meetings that we have with them are like Kate. Right, you, you want to We're going to have okay. to find some neutral ground for this Maybe meeting. Maybe some too. cheese blades. I will say we already have chocolate as, um, Maybe as an incident. Maybe some to surprise something. Me. Maybe some people we put are it together. Can we have chocolate and pastries? Well, here's um, here's a thing that we should strive for. No, Maybe we we get to choose the 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 meeting location. Maybe maybe that could be a thing that we strive for. Number eleven. Wait, is that number? Hang on. Oh, you jumped. You skipped ten. No, I didn't. That was ten. Was pastries? That was chocolate and pastries and cheese. Okay. Well, Why technically, not ask seven them for an was chocolate. Seven was chocolate. So wait, you want? We are confirming that chocolate and pastries are two different breakouts. Incidentals. Yes. All right. Okay. Ten is pastries. Maybe we should just suss this out when we meet them tomorrow. <laughs> We're going to hear a lot. I think, we've got a, I think we've got a good plan here. I think guys. we've got the core set of deal terms. Can we please go to sleep? Okay. We get to choose where we meet. Yeah. How, where did it happen? No. Okay, well, hang on. I was changing nine because the Empire nine is not in charge nine of cleaning sort of up things. Uh, a big ask. I don't think we're going to yeah. Okay, nine. so we're, we'll replace nine and do we choose meeting location, and then that gives us an even 10. Incidentals, which is good. That's a shitload of asks. <laughs> you know how contract negotiation goes forward. You always stack it. That way you can lose some. We can give on that's some. A, that's actually a myth. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> All, right. All right. Good night, I'm, everyone. I, yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, we're still talking? Are we all sleeping in this room? No, we all have individual rooms. rooms. Yeah. Are you all right? Uh, maybe. I don't like that we're separated. I feel like somebody's going to come while we're sleeping and try to steal wide. Caleb away. Actually, it might be a good idea to have pairs in, in the rooms and not do the single rooms. I volunteered to sleep next to Caleb. I'm gonna go sleep in my own room. I'm right next door, those two just like pound on the wall if you need me. Bored? Yeah, sure. 
On remote. You don't want to. Yasha, do you want to be my roommate? Yeah, I will be your roommate. Okay. Yeah. Did did you get? Uh, you have one of the garden rooms, right? Sure. I think. Uh, you did. You did. Sweet. <laughs> so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I will come in there. Okay. Caduceus, you flying solo? No, no, we're oh. just you. Oh, I'm fine. Hang on. I thought that's what you said you were doing. Well, well, I just didn't want to sleep with them. Well, then sleep with me and Yasha. All right, I'll sleep with you and Yasha. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> All right. As we're leaving, can I lean over to Caleb and say, if you want to finish this on a personal level, let me know, and I'll leave. Okay. You all adjourn to your chosen bunk chambers um, and uh, bed down for the night. Let us know the business to hand to. Silver wire mm. around the room, across the window. I assume it's this one. Rest, <laughs> the long rest. All right. I'm just going to take some ribbon and tie it across the doorway <laughs> in case somebody opens it and Good call. they can trip over the bottom. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Should we put, do you have like a, um, does Sprinkle have like a bell or something, or or, or your thing, your little animal? Does it have like sprinkle? A ding, 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 ding. No, no, but <laughs> but he can have one of my bells. I'm going to take a bell off of my. Of my. Should we connect the bell to the ribbon in case? Oh, we, you didn't want Sprinkle to have it on him. You want to? Well, like no, in case someone. If we can hear it. Okay, okay, okay. I'll tie the little bell onto the ribbon so that. If anybody opens the door, it makes a jingle noise. Oh, there you go. Before we go to sleep. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, go ahead if you want. Like. Uh, before we go to sleep, I just want to, as we're setting up, because I'm going to probably sleep on the floor, because I like that. Uh, did really well today. Thank you. Um, tomorrow is going to be hard. What do you mean? Well, I feel like you're going to be tempted into some old bad habits. Uh, and you've been doing really, really well, and I'm, we're going to be, I feel like we're going to be tested. We're our convictions and our truth, and I know we're going to have to lie, and I know we're going to have to be complicated in what truths we reveal, and I know that it's all in the end going to be to try and build a peace, but I just want to make sure that, uh, you remember where you are and how you how you became this person and, and what it's worth. Uh, thank you for saying that. Is it is it important to the wild mother to be honest at all times? You know, I don't know. I would say. Well, what do you, how do you feel that nature is honest, or do you feel that nature can lie? And does nature lie? I think it can certainly be deceiving. Natural camouflage and you know, colors and poisons and deterrents and all sorts of things. But it's also unyielding, it doesn't change for anyone. Hmm. I never really thought of it that way. Well, I've been waiting on this. I'm gonna reach into my pocket and I'm gonna pull out this um, 
beautiful, ornate uh, seal of the wild mother that's done up in uh, where the, normally there's the wheat chaff. There's these the seaweed ring that's been made out of copper that's that's um, uh, gone blue and green to look like um, with a with an <laughs> with an iron spike through it, like a like a um, uh, like an ex, an, uh, like an anchored spike. And then a blue in the center is like a blue waved crystal that kind of gleams and uh, I mean, it's nice of you to ask me every now and then, but I, I don't really know if you need to that often anymore. You seem to have a have a handle on things. Where did this even come from? It was made at the forge. I've been waiting for the right moment. Thank you. Thank you. You're uh, you're on your way. You're already well on the path, and uh, I think that the more that you look to yourself for some of these answers, and I'm always happy to hear them, uh, I think you'll be finding that they're in there. Thank you for helping me. I'm really, really glad that we, that our paths crossed. To divine intervention. To divine intervention. <laughs> uh, all right. I've got to find a dope-ass place for this thing. <laughs> I weigh it carefully. Shoulder, chest. <laughs> That's awesome. Oh, <laughs> yeah, he's been finding that since the forge. That's mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Thank you for letting me do of that. Of course, man, way no back when. Um, So, you've all been done for a long night's sleep, well-earned, after a very strenuous emotionally and physically day. Um, a sleep comes to you, Yasha. The gentle sound of the rainfall against the window of the chamber kind of lulls you into a familiar slumber. And that place that had been your escape from your all too familiar imprisonment these past months uh, comes to you once more. In this dream, you are pushing through a dark, tight ravine surrounded by craggy rocks that are slick with rainfall. Your boots slip and sink into mud and rock, and you reach out and grab and pull yourself along, your muscles aching. You can hear behind you in the distance the rolling of thunder, flash of light above, and then echoing through the cavern above you, your ears ringing from the impact. Again, again, you push forward up over an edge, breathing heavy, looking up, the rain spills against your face, causing you to wince over your eyes, and still ahead of you, all you see are clouds. It's too dark to make out. The path, it seems, is blocked by fog and darkness, but you push on through the pain. You continue to climb this crest, not knowing where it leads, but all you know is you have to climb, you have to climb and you pull, and you stumble, and you fall back, and you hit the rock, and you feel the pain, the sharp, jabbing pain of one of the large, spiked boulders in the side of this ravine stick into you, and you pick yourself back up, and you keep pushing and keep pushing, and eventually, the rhythmic steps of your feet begin to match the beat of your heart. The rain begins to go from an intense typhoon to a gentle drizzle, the fog begins to pull away. 
the pain begins to subside and the strength begins to return to you. And as you watch the path begin to recede in its incline, you finally see yourself crest the top of this mountain. And as you step to the edge of this cliff, you can see the storm ahead of you. Not a terrible torrent, but a welcoming rain. And it looks to be the light of a coming sunrise just cresting over the horizon. You look down to the sides of your arms, your wet hand, and you can see the shackles, the metal, and they're dangling from them are the broken chains that you failed to break once before. You look back up, and in the sky, you can see the roiling clouds themselves, the glowing electric eyes of the entity that found you on the ship all those weeks before. No words, but a sense of pride and welcoming. And you sleep the best sleep you've had in a very, very long time. You all wake up in the morning. Long rest. Sore as fuck, but comfortably enjoying your morning here in this very, very nice establishment. While Yasha was sleeping, Mm -hmm. I wrote up some sexy pages of um, (laughs) writing, and I put them in the back of the book that she's learning from, just so she has some good. There you go. All righty. We now know what Jester's Describe <laughs> them, please. <laughs> in vivid detail. I'm that in the back of this. <laughs> I do love the idea that there are. there's a very select number of these arcane tomes that are all relics of the Age of Arcanum that are one of the few artifacts that can physically alter a person's physiology and mental prowess permanently. It is a forgotten art form, and over time, there's just going to be many versions of them defaced permanently. <laughs> With perverse <laughs> sketches and passages, I love it. Kama Sutra positions. <laughs> it's like all the old, you know, monk tomes with all the perverse shit in the margins. Yeah. I just grew bored of copying. Trumpets and the asshole. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> they had things with putting trumpets in their butts. Yeah, farts are funny. Even, even back in the horrible Middle Ages, farts were still are fun. eternal. Exactly. Yeah. It's human nature. Yeah. So you guys gather yourselves. Um, Head downstairs to uh, be greeted by the smell of morning meal that is prepared. Um, as you one by one begin to step down into the main chamber, uh, you can see there is a figure sitting in a chair facing towards the stairway by the front door. It looks to be uh, a man, human in his late 20s, long, kind of shoulder length black hair that's tucked behind his ears, um, a mustache that's kind of thin. Kind of as soon as he sees you, he gets up and then leaves. Oh. Did, Can I? Should we trail us? Did he make eye contact him? with us at all, or he just saw us? He saw us. He saw Stood up. Not like in a rush, but like stood up. He's probably just reporting that we're up and about. I want to just not like follow him, follow him, but like peek out the door after a moment and see which direction he went. Okay. Uh, he went into the northeastern direction. You guys are kind of on the southwest area of the Shimmer Ward. He's heading to the northeast. This kind is of the mud top. That's towards the center. Oh, this is the Shimmer Ward. Towards yeah, the center. No. Yeah, the so north is. And in, in the direction of like where the Castle Terrace is. Yeah, I think he said we were here, and that's north. Oh, there's a fucking yeah. map. Awesome. Uh, where to go? That's the same thing. Message. 
Okay. <laughs> to who? Um, <laughs> hey, Dick! I see hey, you. Dick, come back here, see you. shit! Get your mullet back, <laughs> you asshole. Were we supposed to go to a specific place to meet this gen- this gentleman, or or? You don't know. They're coming to us, probably. Well, you have breakfast. The the meals are not included. Uh. Um, but. In a, in a similar route, it is five silver pieces per person for the breakfast, which is expensive, but not unheard of. This is going to add five up. silver for breakfast. Yeah, so all of you guys, it's about three and a half gold. Oh. I think we'll all pay five silver. Go for it. We're going to go have seats. No one's going to. No one's going to step up. No one's going to take care night. of good old Nod over I'll here. I'll get, to, I'll get breakfast. Too. Thank you. <laughs> you got it. As you guys finish your meal, and probably Beauregard, anybody else who's kind of keeping an eye on the vicinity, um, a you can hear the heavy footfalls of a figure enter the central chamber uh, of the cottage, which is on the other room, the entrance room. You guys are currently in the, the tavern chamber, which is separated by a wall, other than an open kind of archway door. Um, you see the shadow kind of come in from the in- from the, the entryway, and a voice go. <clears throat> you go ahead and you have to like get up and go over to look through, but as you as you step and peek around the open archway, you can see they're standing uh, Martinet Ludinus de Leth. Um, he's dressed in, he's wearing his, his walking robe over, or his walking cloak over the rest of his clothes, this like sleek, dark black uh, kind of capelet with a long cloak behind it, and he has a cane. And uh, just kind of there, looks over, and you hide, and his eyes immediately look over and find you. Whenever you're ready. Oh, hey, man. What's up? We're just finishing breakfast. You want any, like, uh, I've already eaten. Or? I appreciate stop, 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 it. Stop, stop, stop. But okay. whenever you're ready, follow me, and we will uh, begin our discussion. All right, we're, uh, we're paying our bill. Give us, like, five minutes. And he goes and sits down in the chair where the previous individual was sitting and waiting. Alright. You guys finish your meal? Yeah. Did you want did, did you want to come sit at the table he's with us one? No, he's, he's actually sitting in the main entryway of the oh. of the cottage. Oh. So Did you want to sit? Did you want to come sit over? I'm alright. Herbal tea to go or anything. I'm fine, no. thank you. I tried. You said your smells, by the way. Let's take some bacon for the road. All right. Talking bacon, good man. Mm-hmm. Alrighty. As you guys enter the next chamber, he stands. Very well. Now, please follow. We will go to a place where we can have a conversation without prying ears or eyes. And he turns and walks out into the fine cobblestone of the show ward. No guards? No guards. Wow. Bold. (laughs) You guys follow and carry through the shimmer ward towards the castle, and you're like, oh, we're going to meet at the castle. You begin to hear the town criers have now begun to Mm. come to their, their daily travel and uh, expression of the news as it is meant to be disseminated amongst the populace. Uh, you hear the, uh, a female voice, young uh, and, and very loud, crying out, Dynasty incursion repelled by Imperial forces! King Vandal claims his victory over failed attack on the capital! You guys continue walking a bit further and another 
a bit of information, Creeps House saying, Freak lightning storm accident damages the Chantry Cathedral. Repairs are underway. <laughs> I think the news is not accurate. <laughs> you pass the castle, terrace entrance. You bypass the gates on the southern side of it and head along the eastern side of the terrace outer wall until eventually you are northeast of the castle terrace and you approach the dizzying sight of the candles. Eight scattered, ununiform, and in some cases almost gravity-defying towers that dominate the sky above within this proximity. Some are crooked and holding at impossible angles, while others seem to focus on sleek design and imposing height. You are led by Ludinus to a silver spire that sits taller than the rest, a monolith of shimmering stone with numerous balconies and external staircases that emerge and climb, then vanish into closed doors. The peak itself holds no roof. From what you can tell, however, it ends in a platform that is framed by four angled obelisks that almost meet in the center. You see no main door on the bottom floor, but as you approach the basin, Ludness walks towards the front, a light that emits off of him seems to reflect off of the stone itself, and it gets extremely bright for a second where you kind of like wince and squint your eyes and you instinctually blink, and as soon as your eyes close and reopen, there is a door where previously there, wa there wasn't one. As Ludinus approaches, he puts his hand up and just what? opens the inside of a dark interior. That was so cool. All right. <laughs> Supposed to be in a negotiating position, hard. Yeah, but I mean that was a really cool spell. Okay, don't tell him. You guys follow suit. <laughs> yeah, I lead the way. Okay, you step into the dark interior where you see a number of leather as we chairs. Walk at anybody like any pri any neighbors, any neighbors watching this happen? Make perception check. Sorry, not to interrupt. <clears throat> nope. Everybody? That fucking, fucking dies. Time. <laughs> Just straight perception. Yeah. Seven. That dial likes to die. Eight. Uh, eight. Eight. It's early enough where there are like a handful of people walking in the streets, going about their own business. Uh, in the Shimmer Ward, there isn't a lot of, uh, you know, it's too early for folks to be just out on a stroll necessarily. But you do see people that are like, you know, carrying small carts or, or satchels, probably just doing small deliveries of goods throughout the, the ward itself. No one seems to be paying much attention for what you can tell. Um, so you enter the inside. And you can see there's a, a set of leather chairs that are arranged in a circle within a spacious den of some kind. Uh, the air immediately catches you as the smell of a combination of incense and vanilla. It's very pleasant. Mm -hmm. um, you look behind you from where you entered, and you see beyond the door, not the rest of the cobblestone and the street where you had stepped in, but instead a balcony nearly 100 feet off the ground overlooking the entirety of the ward and much of the city of Rexentrum. It is a gorgeous view in this little portal that you have uh, that you can only imagine few have been able to really enjoy or maybe will ever see from within this tower. Ludinus turns around as you all enter. Please, have a seat. I'm going to try to not look impressed. I'm looking so impressed. <laughs> Deception. Deception check. Yes. Minus <laughs> two, nine. Nine. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we see the school from this viewpoint. From this viewpoint, not unless you stand out on the balcony. The, 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 this entryway is actually facing more the terrace and kind of the, the western side, okay. I'm sorry, the eastern side of the terrace, so you would not be able to see the school from here. Okay. Um, you all take your seats. 
Yeah. As we do, I'll just quickly just give give Caleb a little squeeze on his hand, just in a nod. Okay. You see, he he casts a mage hand. Uh, you're familiar with this mm-hmm. this quick maneuver, and you watch as a small kind of in table kind of <laughs> scoots in the middle of the chairs, and uh, and that one wasn't as impressive. <laughs> <laughs> um, as you're all sitting down, a small tea set lifts over and sets onto it. It begins to heat up before you, and then begins to pour each of you a really nice tea. It's like a sweet citrus taste Yum. to it. It's pretty good, kind of man. Yeah. All right. So, welcome, Mighty Knight. <laughs> this is not. Shut up. <clears throat> so, to get you uh, up to speed with the information as I currently have it, Vence, my uh, previous assistant, has not yet been recovered, but leads are promising, and our operatives expect to close on him within the day. We. He's naked. What? What? Oh, I thought you said your operatives plan to find clothes on him. To by close the end? in on him. Close in on him. Oh. <laughs> he is intended to be part of this negotiation offering. If he is indeed, as it seems to be, the individual responsible for this, at least partially responsible for this cult, as you say then I think the dynasty may be of interest as to his fate as well. Also, the relic of the Kryn uh, has been confirmed, recovered, and is being readied for transport under heavy guard whenever, if that is arranged. Now, I'm sure you have any questions, and we can continue a discussion as we go from here, but I'm curious to hear your own uh, could you tell us where you, uh, <clears throat> your man has been tracked to, or where they think he's gone? What area of the world? Well, he um, was not so ill-informed as to uh, attempt any sort of teleportation. We think he's traveling on foot, which is in some ways more challenging to find based on some of the, the wards we have placed on our members. Individuals of such import are generally marked in a way where we can keep tabs. Mm. It sounds like you're prepared to hand him over. Well, you do not have questions of your own. Oh, we will definitely make our interrogation practices before we hand anyone over, but we are prepared, should it be requested as part of this negotiation, to perhaps use him as part of the bargaining. Are you prepared for the notion that he might just be a small part of a larger corruption? Oh, we're not stopping with just him. I mean, we understand that this cult itself exists far beyond just him and this individual of which you had done battle with beneath the Chantry. These investigations have been now opened quite heavily and are being handled by both the Organ Trust and members of our assembly. Would you be interested in uh, a possible collaboration with the other side of this war, if it meant rooting out those people within their society as well, since they seem to be communicating? 
if you think you can find a common ground there that they would agree to, I'm not against it. It would have to be a very carefully outlined alliance, and I am uncertain they would be willing, but. What is the Empire and the Assembly's current position on the dynasty and the war? Well, we have little interest in winning a war with them. The spoils of such a conflict are a wasteland of calamity-scarred marshes and uh, deadly beasts, primarily. If anything, the people of the dynasty themselves existing is a delightful buffer to the Empire from such terrible things and useless landscapes. And you personally, would you like to see this conflict come to a close? I, it is very messy. Many lives are lost. It is a distraction from much more important matters and being able to maintain the peace and prosperity of our own people. It is very challenging to do good and to rightfully guide a society when it's constantly living in fear or driven towards anger. May I ask, have you seen this beacon yourself? I have been given confirmation of its uh, retrieval and was planning to see it myself. And who gave you confirmation of its retrieval? Master Rikathon. Hmm. Would the idea be that we bring it with us to, uh, to forge a peace, or, or, or this is something that's delivered after? This would be something discussed as part of the negotiation. Mm -hmm. okay. We could have it at the ready should it, its uh, procurement be required as part of this, as I assume it would need to be, but for the first stage in which you yourselves would be handling the status of setting this negotiation, I do not think it should. I'm sure you can appreciate the convenience of um, sort of the offer of giving up the one thing that the dynasty has been so anxious to get their hands on. It would aid this negotiation if we were able to confirm that the beacon, in fact, exists and that the Empire has it. I'm sure you can appreciate the questions that we would receive as to the validity of its actual ownership. Would you wish to accompany me in uh, confirming it? I think it would. I think it would benefit us greatly if we could say that we had seen it with our own eyes. Done. All of us get to go see it. As many of you as we wish that would be currently present. Okay, good, good, good. Where is it being held currently? Uh, I have not confirmed that yet with Master Ekathon, but that will be the next order of business. Has Master Ekathon told you where it was found? No, I've not pried too much. It has only been of uh, recent import. Hmm. Hmm. Um, uh, giving that up seems very generous uh, on on the part of the Empire. What in exchange exactly would you be hoping to get back besides assurances? This is uh, part of the continued conversation to have with you. This war is not because of this relic. There are many things that led to this conflict. I mean, there are many reasons why we have a hard time striking any sort of peace with the dynasty as long as we've been beside each other. I mean, open political unity is challenging because of their religion. The Empire does not recognize this Luxon, 
entity in the fervor in which they practice this promised escape from the cycle of death through a dubious, silent entity that is both a cause for alarm and cautiousness. The king, along with the assembly, believe that they are welcome to practice whatever faith they wish, so long as it remains beyond our borders and does not affect the lives of our people. But there's been a history of skirmishes with the dynasty that stretches over 30 years at this point. It has been escalating in that time period. There have been misrepresented information-gathering troops that were captured and tortured by the Kryn that was merely gathering intel to help maintain the security and safety of our people. There have been small encounters between soldiers on both sides growing into conflict and localized incidents. There was a discovered sect of Kryn missionaries uh, found hiding within Nogvrat over a decade ago that led to uh, a skirmish where many lives were lost on both sides. And uh, this drastically began to raise tensions between both the Empire and the dynasty. And uh, there have been a higher rate of Jorhassian creatures wandering into our land, which gives reason to believe that there may be intent in pushing them in our direction. Uh, there are growing suspicions that the dynasty covets are comparably uh, resource plentiful lands over their rather desolate landscapes, let alone a general mistrust here within the empire of Goblin Kim, my apologies, <gasps> due to the the smattering of violent clans and uh, you know, that still claim areas of the Merrow Valley and the surrounding mountain ranges. The history of such strife is hard to erase, regardless of how disciplined and benevolent the waste folk of Jorhas can sometimes appear to be. So, this culmination of the tension only merely erupted when this relic went missing. And what do you think led mm. to this relic going missing in the first place? Honestly, I'm thinking it might have a very direct correlation as to these individuals that you've been recently touting your aggressions against, this Cold? Angel of Irons, or uh, there is Dune followers, if you will. You think so? That's one possibility. Because we have found absolutely no cooperation or evidence between those two. Hmm. Now, what are you thinking, then? I think that there are individuals on this side that might have more interest in what the Luxon has to offer and it's heebie-jeebie, life-extending magic than maybe you anticipated. That's very possible. But regardless of whatever reasons it may have found its way here, we are willing and eager to return it to them if it means bringing this conflict and bloodshed to an end. Uh, this artifact came into your possession recently. Yes. Yes. But you've learned a great deal about them, it sounds like. There's been no um, previous encounters with the dynasty's knowledge. In what way? This is the first time you've encountered this thing you're describing that Ikathon has told you about. This beacon, well, we've heard of them. They carry them like uh, religious symbols into battle. And this is the first? This is the first that we've encountered, yes. Hmm. 
Have you ever in- spent any time yeah, in say, in, say, inside say motherfucking check on yeah, this? Make an inside check. I Go for it. <clears throat> almost want to like give myself a spell for this. Uh, that's twenty-two. Twenty-two. Okay. Oh, oh, we, oh, we saw we saw him at yeah in the Yes, we did. Yeah. At the location of yeah. one of these things. Exactly. Yes. He fucking knows. When we found. They've had other ones. He's lying. Hit DM. Well, this whisper brought to you by Idle Champions of the Forgotten Realms. Same. You're talking about right there. <laughs> when the tower was attacked and Zadash. Yeah, 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 yeah. Total yeah. love. Oh, uh, for insight? Mm-hmm. 28. 28. Oh, yeah. Repeated whisper. Mm-hmm. To remind you that. Uh, the game's also available on PC and Mac and Steam. Idle Champions? Mm-hmm. Idle Champions Idle of the Forgotten Realms. I, which I think you can abbreviate as ICOTFR. Mm-hmm. That's how I say it. Now with Archonic Rule, but... That's right. And the Vecna Skin and Feet Pack. Ooh. Ooh. Uh, look at this. Hmm. Um, this may be quite forward of us. Uh, I'm sure you can appreciate the danger of us sort of traversing lines and putting ourselves as the middleman of all this, which we are excited to do. Oh, and uh, I do have my questions on that as well, but continue. For sure. Are you about to lay down the 10 demands right now? No, oh. I was, I was <laughs> going to say, do we, do we, do we want to have this conversation now, or do we want to find out what what your questions are before well, we... Well, let's let Ford say what he's going to oh, say. No, no, please. I mean... We've been doing enough of the talking. We should really open it up to more of a discussion, please. Well, I was going to inquire as to how integrated you are with the Bright Queen, personally. From what we heard and was discussed within the chambers of the king, you seem to have traveled to Jorhas and made some sort of arrangement, or at least ingratiated yourselves in some way that she trusted the invoking of your name enough to withdraw her troops from a direct attack on the capital. That is quite an arrangement. I think perhaps she saw a chance through uh, me to, as small as it is, to make amends. Um, I'm not aware if you know this already, although I suspect you do. I was once one of Master Ikathon's students. I was not aware. Inside check. Make an inside check. Lying. All these. No way. We're so trustworthy. Fuck. Why? Oh, it's not good. <laughs> Eleven. He's hard to read, like a stone wall. Doesn't matter. I believe he would uh, see me as a bit of a failed experiment. I left his tutelage uh, years ago. Hmm. Well, you seem to have done well for yourself since then. Trent can be a prickly individual, and his tutelage is not right for everyone. He's a very clever man, and has much to teach. Anyway. To today, um, to answer your question, we, we've, in, we've ingratiated ourselves with the Bright Queen qu- quite closely. Trust, yeah, she has a huge a, crush on Ford. Trust might be a very generous word. I wouldn't use it. 
don't you see it? We, we traveled there because our large friend is uh, from there, and we it's meant to um, win her back from this cult. And while we were there, we found ourselves um, captured and uh, questioned, and it uh, became known my connection to Master Ikathon and this city. And I am a child of the Empire. So is my friend here. Um, and I, I wish to see an end to the war. And I think in that moment, um, fearing for my friend's lives, I saw a chance to make amends between these two nations. Um, and I know that their chance is slim, but I would like to see the assembly and the crown to weave their way towards an end to this conflict. We tried to convince the Bright Queen of the same, and while she was wary and rightly skeptical, she did take a small chance on us. How confident are you that you would be able to reach further this time, to bridge this gap that you seem so interested in doing? Well, you know, she keeps us at arm's length. She is the ruler of a, a large and powerful place, but we have made connections. They trust us up to a point. We've already asked her questions on if we got this item back, if it went in the war. We kind of heard all the things you just listed from her perspective. Seems she's also pretty pissed at the years and years and years of conflict between borders and those Empire agents that you mentioned trying to keep the peace over in Jorhas. She didn't really take kindly to or see from your perspective, I think. No, we didn't take kindly to them infiltrating some of our populace and spreading their religious drivel. Martinet, both sides are peopled with very intelligent, crafty individuals. Of course, and those individuals can exist together in a very delicately arranged balance of mutually assured Benevolence. I beseech you, what happened in that temple is a sign of worse things to come, and they are far worse than any grabs for an inch more of power. I hope you hear me. Make your and Jack. What are your thoughts on the approach to the Bright Queen? How do you plan to take this to her? 
She knows we surf base. She's always been comfortable with the fact that we were not really hers. She knows what we want. We can certainly make our way back there, but if you have um, means of travel to and from that are quicker, we wouldn't. I highly doubt we do. And the travel in doing so would probably put somebody not as trusted as yourselves in the line of fire. I think if you've been there as many times as you appear to have, you may have a much better chance at arriving without issue. Are you trusting us to handle this issue ourselves, the nine of us? For the initial discussion, yes. Martinette, forgive this question. The entrance into this chamber was quite dramatic. I'm assuming our conversation here is protected from outside eyes? All of it. Wonderful. I think it'll be a very slow process. I think the offering of a chance at this beacon will provoke some interest with caution. I would then think we would need to secure a neutral location where they don't feel exposed, and neither does the king. But I don't promise any sort of a timeline or a deliverable in any sort of way. I do not believe it needs to be immediate, but time is of the essence. This current tenuous ceasefire only lasts as long as the goodwill of your friend Allura's recent warning and perhaps this meeting you're having might allow. That could be days, weeks at most. So whatever you do and decide to do, keep that in mind. Would uh, something we could bring before we get into other discussions, I'm sure they might be grateful to have whatever intel we've currently uh, collected on this cult and some of its dealings over here so that they could see that this problem is on both sides of the border. That was a So you know this cult has had its own influences on the Johassian side as well? Very much so. They were opening up portals over there as well. Then that is very much a good direction to take this conversation. Mutual enemies can make for fast and strange allies at certain times. Do you have perhaps a seal that we could take with us, something that shows that we have made contact with the powers that be of the Empire and shows that they are? That can be provided. Wonderful. Um, do you think in future meetings um, with you or anyone else um, that we could have pastries and or chocolate available? Make a persuasion check. <laughs> I will live, sister. Okay. Oh, natural one! <laughs> <laughs> Ford, Ford said he, before, before you rolled, before you rolled, he did say he was going to assist you, so you get advantage in the roll. Come on, twenty. Come on, twenty. Come on, twenty. Oh, that's really good. Uh, <laughs> Nineteen. She's very serious. Truly. You see him taking it back, like very well. We are also, we are definitely going to have to have a discussion about how this beacon thing got into. I think if perhaps we see it, so that'll be the time. That will be the conversation to have about okay. that, if it really is it. Then we'll have it at the time, perhaps after this meeting. I don't think there's anything else to discuss right now. Well, I'm mildly curious. Um, have you put any thought to such a location of neutrality well. that might be recommended for this gathering? 
I had an idea, but that's. Go ahead. What's your idea? I mean, I don't even know if I want to. You definitely want. To I want to run it by you first because it's kind of crazy. Speak up, please. I think I know what you're thinking. I do too. I don't. Am I at crazy all. for thinking it? I don't what know. are you thinking? What are you guys thinking? What are you thinking? <laughs> on the deck of a ship? Come on, we'll say it at the same time. We 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 do have a pocket dimension. Oh. We could do it in the happy fun ball. No. That is, seems unnecessary. Now let me hear me Just out. Just the happy fun ball. Oh. One second. Hear no. me out. <laughs> hear no. me out. Hear me out. It's territory we control. It's impossible we to. Know. As long as we stick to just, what is just the one happy room. Fun ball? Uh, apologies. And, they, and there's no outside influence, I'm just saying. It's this I've been ball. thinking about it. An arcane item that uh, carries some interplanar space within it. It's extra dimensional. Where is this? There's a dining room. It's no big deal. Don't oh. worry about it. I, I think there are easier ways. I'm still putting it out there. The item is is it's it's far far away yeah. and we can't. It's a bad. It's it's not the greatest idea because uh, there, it's there's it's, da- it's dangerous. What about? Of course, it's dangerous. What about if we had it on a volcano? <laughs> she's not. This is actually a better plan she's than, awesome. than she's selling it. it, you, it every expression, whenever Jester <laughs> speaks up, is a, is a look of bewilderment and confusion. And generally, the only time in this meeting you've seen him thrown off. <laughs> is, and, and every every reaction is. There's an island. There's a volcano island mm-hmm. that's neutral territory, not controlled by either d- dynasty or empire. We wouldn't be on a volcano like in the middle of the hot part of it, right? We'd be down. I honestly don't know. <laughs> Seems like a weird idea. I was gonna say, why don't we just go on our boat? Yeah, what about so on that boat? On the natural coast the is middle uh, international the waters. Sea, international yes. waters. Yeah. We just have to stay away from the pilot. Eye. Pirate Island, Castillo Light. Come on, let's go to Dark Toe. Let him host it. I can send a message. We were told not to come back to Dark Toe, yeah, or else we, we would be. What if I send a message to the planking? You've recommended <laughs> a, a volcano <laughs> and Dark Toe. And what a Savalier Wood. Fun ball. It's a very fun ball. What about. Savalier Wood. Yeah, these are three extremely dangerous locations you've offered already. Yes, you both have to come. Mm-hmm. Very well prepared to defend yourselves, neither having an advantage in any of the three spaces. Maybe we should spaces. go to Allura. Maybe she yeah, would have a good idea. Do you know anyone on the Taldori Council? Because we could, uh, besides Allura, because we, we could have it there. Do you know well. what the Taldori Council is? Because people keep saying that to me, and I've got no idea what I, it is. I know right? of it, but I have not had any specific if dealings you with them besides this Allura Vysorin. To have a little bit more of an advantage, of course, the Rock Guard Garrison sort of borders between both spaces, yes? It, is, it does, but it is entirely. Uh, both garrisons, as of recently, are now back under our control. I wouldn't consider that neutral territory. How would you feel about traveling to the Menagerie Coast? I'm all right with that. Oh, all right. We'll see <gasps> if they are. Everyone at the Lavish at home. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. And then my mom could sing to them? Oh, that yes. feels dangerous. I don't think we want anything personal. I don't think you want to bring them to your mom. Let's think of the business no. you could bring to the chateau. Think of I'm all kind of the into random this people. Boat. Idea. boat. We 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 own a um we own a, a nice boat. It's a nice boat. It's a pirate boat that we inherited What's that cool? we stole that it's we got. The ball eater. Long story. <laughs> it used to be called the squall eater. 
but we changed it. Shit he immediately looks to Jester. <laughs> yeah, Jester changed it. Yeah. I see. I'm beginning to understand quite clearly who I'm working with. Oh, but don't get the wrong impression. We're super capable. We've endeared oh, ourselves I, to two in no international leaders. Perhaps a few miles outside the city of Nicodranus on the Menagerie coast, away from prying eyes. That seems viable. On the ocean, on a boat. There are a few options I was also considering. Um, oh, yes, tell us yours. Outside of Nicodranus may work well. The Menagerie Coast is uh, more neutral territory and away from any of the current places of existing conflict. Uh, boat or ship would also bring us to neutral territory, um, though depending on the size of the forces that would be coming to the negotiation, I do not know if it would be able to keep it, as I assume both the king and the Bright Queen would be keen on bringing some form of sizable defense in case things were to go awry. Oh, it sounds like something good. What if they both leave their territories and then they, the chain of oblivion attacks at the same time? Well, yeah. They're not going to leave every, I mean, they can leave some people behind. Right? But the point of doing this on neutral territory was to not have a display of military force. Of course. But you do realize that they're not going to go completely unprotected either. They don't have to go completely unprotected, but I think a very select number of people is wise when having a peace treaty conversation. Mm -hmm. You're not talking about having King Dwendal and the Bright Queen meet somewhere. Are we? Are you? Yes, yeah, I think that's where we are. (gasps) Or are we just talking about representatives? Why would the king wish to expose himself like that? instead of staying here in the seat of power. No, I'm just saying, whatever situation of negotiation you present, there's going to be some sort of a force that's going to want to protect whoever's making this negotiation. Whoever shows up to this negotiation, well, that depends on how well it goes and what seems to be best for the arrangements you've arranged. But if you are thinking it, I, I don't think we're going to have an easy time to coax the Bright Queen herself to visit. Anywhere. You are going to be dealing with intermediaries. You can also do the Ashguard garrison, you know, if you don't want to go to the boat thing. I like the boat. The Ashguard garrison has recently been the location of quite a bit of battle, and perhaps would be a, a sore spot based on the bloodshed lost on both sides. Uh, I think these recommendations are fine. Whichever ones you feel strongly about, and they seem to be receptive to, follow through with them. Uh, I think Isol Cross may be a bit too cold. So I think that'll take us where we need to be. It will also, of course, depend on feedback from the dynasty, but we will certainly float those at the top of the list. Is All right. N- no. Oh, I see you said float. I'm not current. Should we go see this uh, beacony thing then? Yes. Uh, I just wanted to say also, as uh, as part of this uh, arrangement that we are crafting together, no, as I can tell and sense, there is quite a bit of tension and mistrust here, especially with some of the histories that may have come along with you into my chambers. As a, a token to show, my interest in seeing this done properly 
and with a mutual respect. Um, you are aware that your friend here has been responsible for quite a unfortunate incident since Ash. That's a perspective. Yeah, we totally fucking skipped that part of the crap. <laughs> well, she, she, she wasn't under her own control, you know. I trust that may be the case. However, the investigation uh, by the Archive of Zadash has come to Rexentrim in the night, mm-hmm. and they have not yet made the connection. Oh. I have taken the liberty of obfuscating this individual's involvement. So, for the time being, and perhaps for the foreseeable future, you should be fine. Wow. Thank you for doing that. You didn't need to do that, but thank you. The, the, The side of the battle What's what's become of it? Of the the city itself. Of uh, the temple beneath the gentry. Uh, there has been a heavy amount of investigation over the evening, acquiring what remnants of the individual that you slew, known as Oban, I believe it was. The punished. Um, the unbeknownst to really any of us, the shackle beneath the Chantry uh, is, is intact. So, uh, and some of the research that has come up regarding this from the Cobalt Soul, uh, and I believe some of which was spoken when upon your arrival, uh, the other shackles still remain a mystery and unfound, which is safe. And, refresh me one more time, who did you say was leading the investigation? Mentioned earlier. Uh, I don't know who specifically it was, but the, it's just the the archive uh, of Zadash was. And the Cerberus assembly. Is that what you said earlier? No, they've just arrived for the night. Who did you say? You said research. It was happening. DM, Marisha, a DM question. Yes. Did you say Ogden? Was Ogden something you said? May have been a miscommunication. Inside check. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But the the threat and the extent of it is being researched. Nobody wants a cult of Thru's doom to be given free reign. No, not. That does not bode well for anyone. And uh, we are looking into it. We are seeking out the Details of who has been involved and rounding them up to be judged and punished appropriately. We found a lot of people involved. Well, it seems the ones locally were largely handled by you, Lot, and the member of our righteous brand and the Cobalt Soul upon arrival. But if what they've done spans the globe, this is information that needs to be pursued. So we are also reaching out and sending missives to other countries and other governments to at least follow these same signs. And thankfully, it looks like their involvement is relatively small, and that's how they were able to work unnoticed for so long. Any larger, they probably would have seen signs a lot sooner. Um, 
I know your investigation is into this particular shackle. Would it be too much to ask that perhaps whoever's involved try and put some thought into where the other shackles might be based upon what you find in there? Certainly. Defending those positions or preventing them from discovery would, I think, go a long way. I've reached out to Basselheim. They would probably be the individuals having the most information. Um, but uh, it hasn't been but a day since the occurrences and responses can be delayed. If you send a message, you can get an immediate <laughs> response. It's short, That but is what I generally do. Oh. But there's a bit of bureaucracy, and uh, to be honest, a historical lack of generosity and exuberance from the line of kings. Mm. So Vasselheim needs to warm up to these revelations from the Empire before they'll be forthcoming. Right. And of course, the less anyone knows about the whereabouts of these shackles, probably the safer they are. Certainly. Inside but check. Make an inside check. Ooh, I wonder if he knows. Do I believe him? 23! More whispers! He just doesn't want to tell us right now. How? Idlechampions.com slash critical role is where you can get more information. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, mm -hmm. if you were a fan of Stand Up Santa, just ask ask for him back, and he'll come. Is that something that I missed? And yes, I and you should be happy that you did. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Your expression would have been like the one on Sam's shirt. Yeah. Which one? That one. You gotta pick one. All of them. Oh. Um, That's the happiest I ever was. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess we will make our way uh, to confirm the beacon, if you are. Are we going to go see? Are we going to go see Trent? Ikitan. Well, he's the one who's currently preparing it for transport. I imagine so. If that is challenging, you may stay behind if you wish, Mister Wittergast. DM. Mm -hmm. I was thinking about a family matter. Can you repeat what you just said? <laughs> <laughs> Noted. Yeah. Uh, um, he's basically saying, uh, if you aren't currently tied up at the moment, we'll go and see the beacon now. She inquired if Trent will be there, and he said, most likely, as he's preparing the beacon. That's but, important information. Yeah. yeah. But then asked you if, you are, if you're comfortable or not, and if not, you may stay behind. Uh, okay. No. Uh, You'll come? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well then. He stands up, sets his tea down, which is finished. Do I just follow you then? Do we just, do we just follow you? Well, I'll, I'll take him in. I just need to inform him of our arrival. Yeah. You know, it's polite to let them know when you're coming first. Oh. oh. I need to be better about that. I need to be better about that. Or if we've learned anything, yeah. actually. Makes a, you know, a familiar hand gesture, uh, but that's more subtle and more, it's like a, like a quick, a quickened version of the the sending spell. It's second nature. Um, to which he speaks. Um, arriving to inspect the relic and uh, confirm for our uh, negotiating team that it is indeed ready to be presented to the dynasty. Shall we? 
Yes. Oh, you don't. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Begins to uh, take his hands and encircle them, leaving this kind of faint trail of light blue-white as he begins to encircle it and draw lines, and the center points begins to slowly expand, almost like a, a, a rippling ring of water until it encompasses your entire circled group of chairs. Are you going to transport the chairs too? No, you might wish to stand. Oh, oh I'll stand. And I'll he stand. continues and <laughs> finishes the incantation. I grab my tail to make sure it's in the circle. All right, and <laughs> that familiar rush hits you as suddenly you are transported out of the tower, <laughs> pulled away into what seems like darkness, into light that stretches its mirrors and then thrusts you back into reality. You all come to your feet. It is midday, though it is still shaded. It is, uh, you find yourself under a bunch of trees in a small clearing, uh, a dense forest. Uh, you look before you and you can see what looks to be a mountain range that climbs up in the sky. It's still clouded, um, overcast day. Um, trees you know, climb up the side of the mountains. And before you, you see what looks to be a, uh, a unique-looking uh, number of buildings. Uh, there are these tall, kind of pieces of Gothic architecture. Uh, some three or four stories, some towers, a very tall wrought iron fence that surrounds the entire locale, and there are guards posted. Um, you recognize this place. Welcome to the Vagessen Sanatorium. Oh. Follow me, please. Oh, Shit. And that's where we're going to take a break. <laughs> oh, that's where they said him when he was crazy. Oh, no. This is better than Halloween. <laughs> we have our Wormwood giveaway. We're giving away here for lunch. We have our Black Poisonwood Dice Vault. Which is all sorts of pretty. Uh, for one lucky winner in the chat, tonight's code name is Diplomacy. Hey! Uh, indeed. Uh, so go ahead and put the word Diplomacy once into the chat room to enter. More than once, you'll be disqualified. And once again, only for people in the US and Canada, excluding Quebec, because stupid laws. But we'll return here shortly to continue the story. See you in a minute. Everyone loves a good family mystery, especially one with as many twists and turns as June's journey. Step into the role of June Parker and search for hidden clues to uncover the mystery of her sister's murder. Engage your observation skills to quickly uncover key pieces of information that lead to chapters of mystery, danger, and romance. Each chapter uncovers a collection of dazzling hidden object spectacles for you to solve. You can collect scraps of information to fill your photo album and learn more about each character. Plus, chat and play with or against other players by joining a detective club. You'll even get the chance to play in a detective league to put your skills to the test. It's June's job to discover the truth behind the unexplained death of her sister. June needs your help, detective. Download June's Journey for free today on iOS and Android. In the business world, we often hear expressions like time is money and work smart, not hard. What these essentially mean is that the more efficient your operations are, the more work can be done in a shorter amount of time. So if your business is getting overwhelmed by too many manual processes, too few employees, and no source of truth, graduate to NetSuite by Oracle. NetSuite is the number one cloud financial system, bringing accounting, financial management, inventory, and HR into one platform and one source of truth. 
By bringing all your operational tools to NetSuite, you can cut the cost of multiple business systems, reduce manual errors, and increase your overall profits. Over 37,000 companies have already made the move. Save time and money and see how you'll benefit with NetSuite. Backed by popular demand, NetSuite has extended its one-of-a-kind flexible financing program for a few more weeks. Head to netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. netsuite.com slash critical role. Oh, hey there. Laura Bailey here to tell you all about the glorious goods we create inspired by our stories. Our stores are filled with the basics like character-inspired t-shirts, dice sets, and pins, as well as more specialty items like fancy jackets, puzzles featuring gorgeous artwork, the comfiest joggers and pajamas ever, and much, much more. There's also a few special items that support charity efforts like our dedicated Critical Role Foundation merch. You can check out all of our regional online stores by visiting the Shop tab on CritRoll.com or head straight to the U.S. store at shop.critroll.com. Every purchase helps support our shows and the stories we tell. Speaking of which, let's get back to the story. Welcome back. <laughs> so before we get back into the game, we do have our winner for this evening. The winner of our Wormwood giveaway is Forsaken Poet 541. Oh no! Whoa. Forsaken yeah. Poet 541, congratulations. We'll get that sent to you ASAP. Yay. Somebody help that poet. I know. We're going to help him with a dice box. With <laughs> <laughs> dice carrying case. Alrighty, so uh, last we left off, as you, the troop of you, begin to walk towards the somewhat serene but still imposing site of the Vergessen Sanatorium, um, you approach behind Martin and Ludinus towards the, the main gate, which in itself is about a 10 foot high, about 8 foot wide. Iron gate that rises up in like a curve at the top where it breaks open. There are two guards placed there, uh, both wearing uh, crowns guard uniforms, though kind of darker, meant for more, as you would say, not stealth, but to blend in better with the forest arrangement around here. Uh, carrying spears, and as they see Ludinus, they nod, and one of them opens the gate, which gears open into the courtyard. In the courtyard around here, Beautiful grass. You can see there are uh, two fountains that are readily visible. Um, there are trees, small gardens, um, and there are total within the space here five lar- five main structures that you can see. Um, two of which are connected by hallways. The others are separate with little stone paths that lead between them. Uh, they're large buildings. Um, the towers themselves kind of stand up at the corners of the entire uh, interior, while this main central building itself is a very, very uh, like wide, three-story mansion-like structure that uh, the roof comes into these large peaks that have you know kind of iron symbols that are carved at the top that rise up. Um, it has. It has in some ways kind of like a, a European church type architecture to it, but does not have any sort of religious symbolism or connotation to it. It's very beautiful, if dark. Um, you approach and come towards the center of the courtyard. Two of the other guards approach and kind of flank to the sides to just be an escort. And wordlessly, the Martinet leads you towards the distant right tower. Sarah Martinet, <coughs> you're not just going to like bring us here and then leave us here, right? I don't think it would do any good in our situation. The sanatorium has many uses. 
Uh, it is a place of recovery. It is a place of uh, uh, care taking to individuals who cannot take care of themselves, particularly those of skill sets that make them uh, challenging to um, treat in more public regions. It's also uh, a place of learning for those with uh, learning challenges. And it is a place where we, the assembly, can maintain some of our research without worrying about, how we say, political challenges. Can people come and go as they wish, or are some people here, they, can they leave? Those that are not admitted can leave. Those that are here by choice for the period in which they sign themselves to be here are to be maintained, but they themselves give uh, consent to the sanatorium to keep them. And those that are kept because they are a danger to themselves or others, um, they should be kept until they are well. During this whole walk and talk, Caleb wordlessly stares very pointedly at Nott and at Bo, listening to this conversation ahead of them. Lead on. Indeed. The far tower is, it's a wide tower, and it looks to be about, at its full height, about 80 or so feet from the ground. Um, it you know, pincers towards the top, it's thicker at the base. Um, not crenellated on the edges, it's as opposed to just a thick stronghold, this has a little more design flair to it. It mimics a lot of the architecture of the central uh, mansion building. Uh, you enter through a side doorway and into what is, seems to be one of two chambers that the bottom floor is separated into. This is more of a, a lounge or a waiting space, in which case Ludinus goes, uh, if you would give me but a moment, I'm going to uh, inquire as to the readiness of our arrival. And he exits down a nearby stairway, out of sight. Does mean the escort stay? The escort stay. <clears throat> How you feeling, Caleb? You okay? Have you been here before? How long were you here before? Uh, Eleven years. What did you say? Eleven years. That's what I thought you said. In, in this in this area where we are, or the other side, or you don't know. This is a public waiting room. I mean, this this building, this structure. You see two uh, uniformed figures enter through one of the doorways. They're wearing like a uh, a light gray general piece of work attire. It's uh, form fitting but comfortable looking, plain. Uh, and they both just kind of walk past and. Just take notice and then continue on their business, going up to an upper floor. You busted out of this place. Yeah? Well, we're, we're here for you, so don't worry. I don't remember much of it anyway. Which is funny. 
Have we been by any other admittance? Oh, like patients? Patients? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So are we inside or are we outside? I'm so you sorry. are inside the tower. We are inside the tower. Usually it's for visitors where we are. Correct. We're not uh, in. Well, this, this chamber in particular, is, it's a holding room for uh, people to then be brought to other portions yeah. of the tower. We're not in it. I'm trying to quiet and listen very carefully for any conversations happening. Okay. Would I have on the walk, I'm sorry. Okay. On the walk up, have recognized the layout to know where I was kept mm-hmm. compared to where we are. Yeah. Is it this building or? No, no. You were kept in the main manor. Main manor, which is where most of the um, most of the patients are kept. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the 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 general towers on the outside are for. Uh, the people that work the sanatorium. Mm-hmm. It's also where equipment is kept. It's also where research is conducted, and it's also where certain events and classes and things are occasionally held there. The outside towers. Yeah. There's five, so tower, tower, building, building, building. Mm-hmm. And we're just more or less in like a <coughs> lobby or hall. Kind of the time okay. being. Listening Wait. closely to the, to the conversations that are happening around, just trying to like listen to to the building. Natural twenty for twenty nine. Oh shit. Shit. Um, you hear the uh, the two assigned guards that are watching you guys are having a conversation about how they're both frustrated that the harvest festival was missed and they were stuck here. And now that they're hearing about like all this, yeah, they're, they're just they're, they're complaining about the fact that they've been here for now a one of at least a four month stint, and they're just wanting to be. Desperately reassigned. General work banter. This is not a happy place. Um, you do hear some voices muffled from down the staircase, but uh, I would say even at this distance, you're not able. Even with like, you can hear them talking uh, through the stone, but you can't make out any words. I know you rolled super high, but like there are floor below you, is and it, you're not is super. Is it heated, or is it just? Is it? Can no. I can I discern the the nature the 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 general nature of the like? Is it is it's it happy? Just a just a conversation. Yeah, conversation, and it's All short right. because then you immediately begin to hear uh, a number of sets of footsteps. They're coming, coming up the stairs. You see rise back up the mark pit, um, and behind you see the uh, the now twice familiar face of Master Trendekathana approach. Well, we're so glad you all were able to join us. Uh, I've been notified of your arrival, and we have uh, prepared uh, the. Demonstration. Uh, if you would please follow. How old is this dude again? Uh, he looks to be in his sixties or seventies, somewhere in that range. Um, human. He's he's thin, older human. <clears throat> um, the skin is a bit jaundiced. Um, you know, some visible liver spots across the forehead. Um, you know, long gray, thinning hair, um, and, and you know, dressed in, in, in very very nice robes with like a. Uh, what looks to be a, a, a almost like a like a velvet um, mantle over top of it that has trim put into it. It's very it's it's a little ostentatious for him being on a business day, mm-hmm. but you know he likes to dress up. Sure. Okay. You guys follow soon. Yep. Sure. All right. You are led down beneath the ground floor into a spiral staircase that comes to a, a locked and closed door. The Ludinus approaches and just raises his hand in with a loud knocking sound. The door opens. Uh, immediately, the smell that catches you is familiar. It's like a strange, 
cold ozone type smell. Um, it reminds you of kind of the sensory awareness that would happen when you would reach your consciousness into the beacon. Mm. Um, as you step into the chamber, this is a laboratory. This is a, specifically an arcane laboratory. You can see all manner of bookshelves around. Uh, there are numerous tables with glass vials and alchemical uh, supplies that are affixed to each other with you know, copper coils and uh, long you know, liquid-carrying tubes that release into uh, heavy vials and, and, and uh, you know, liquid containers. Um, you can see materials that are locked away and kept under glass along a number of, of distant shelves in the far wall. There is a single chandelier in the center of the room uh, from the 15-foot-tall ceiling that dangles down and gives off just a, a bright white light that gives a, uh, a fairly consistent, uh, true color look to the interior of the chamber. Um, in the center, you see a familiar-looking kind of platinum-colored tripod that sits Loosely near, from underneath, not perfectly under, but but near underneath where the uh, chandelier hangs, um, and to two sides you see two individuals that are currently kind of flanking it from side to side. One of them you see is a, a female halfling um, with kind of shorter cut hair, um, kind of a, a tense stare, arms crossed, wearing uh, sleeveless leather armor with what looks to be these like intricate tattoos across each arm that have a very kind of maze-like geometric pattern to them. The other you see is a, a, a tall man, short black hair, um, kind of built uh, thick in uh, a dark kind of piece of, of, of uh, clothing that covers most of his upper body, leather gauntlets, um, looks to be a satchel over one shoulder, and is also equally kind of looking stern at you as you enter. Is it him? Uh, make a perception check. Him. His friend, his friend, his friend. The one he described. 22. 22? It's been a while, but yeah. Wait, which one? It's the guy, it's the guy that he described it. Oh, 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 that guy. Um, so as you all step inside, both of them kind of acknowledge your entrance and take a step back as Trent takes the, the center stage, if you will, of the chamber. So you have inquired uh, as to this, this beacon, this relic, uh, to confirm its existence. Uh, so as Ludinus has told me, uh, you are welcome to approach and confirm for yourself. May we touch it? If you wish, yes. I'll okay. go up there. Yeah, okay. I also, as we walk up, I just kind of want to start casing the place a little bit. Any any research papers, any notebooks, perception any signs of anything nearby? <clears throat> perception. The beacon is on top of the tripod? It's on the tripod, I guess. 16? 16. Um, you would imagine a chamber like this, especially as outfitted with so many materials uh, for research, would have books and, and journals and notes everywhere, uh, completely absent of any of it, almost like it was recently cleared. How many doors and uh, entry and exits are there? Uh, there's the room you entered, and there is a door on the opposite wall, but you do not know where it goes. Mr. Ikitong, yes. how long have you had this relic? About a few weeks, we've uh, uncovered it, and we've been researching 
the extent of what it's capable of with the uh, the rising conflict, we came to understand that this was one of the beacons that was so important to the dynasty. And if this was something that could be used as a weapon against us, it was uh, necessary for us to ascertain uh, information about how dangerous it would be, or if it could be used in our stead. Thankfully, that does not appear to be the case. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It seems to be more uh, important for them on a, a, a faith-based Level, and as such, does not serve much of a continued purpose for us. Um, hence, the lack of interest in maintaining it uh, under our banner. Where did so you? It's not... Where did you uncover it? What do you mean? Well, where did you f- you uh, you said you f- you uncovered it? You found it? From what we understand, um, the relics that the dynasty themselves. Uh, have acquired are not the only beacons in this world. So this was uncovered as part of a uh, archaeological dig outside of Pride's Call. Mm, mm, um, mm, mm-hmm. But we are interested in returning it to those that have more use of it than we would. That's very kind of you. So this was uncovered there a few weeks ago? That was, yes. You are welcome to go and uh, confirm that with the archaeologists of Pride's Call as well. Excellent. I bet they totally would cooperate. Insight check for every fucking yeah. piece of yeah. 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 insight check. Can I, I feel like I don't even need to insight check this, he's so fucked. Um, no. It's okay, 23. 23, okay. Nice. Did you roll with advantage? Oh, I did not roll with advantage. Allow so me if you'd to like roll to assist, sure. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Uh, 24. All right, one point. Ooh, yeah. So many whispers tonight, guys. Fucking liar. Okay, We're wait. In the belly there of was, the beast there was, right there now. was news about Pride's call back, back, back in the back a long time ago. It had to do with Obon. Guys, this isn't combat. That's right. But right. Dwarven Forge exists. They went just so you know, at all times. They currently are a company that exists. Okay. That Dwarven Forge.com. Pride's call. Pride's call. Pride's call. Where's that? <laughs> right here. <laughs> On the ocean. No, it's right. right? Oh, in the, it's in the mountains. Yeah, that's just over by where your family is, right? It's on the other side of the mountain range of the Sirius Mountains from Morda. So you're at the largely Dwarven. Is that how we're doing it? So you have found this object not to be. Dangerous. I let my eyes rest on Eidwolf's for a moment. Is it of any use? Surely you've learned something. Yes. It would be of use, yes. But what we've gleaned research-wise, um, what use it would have would not be as important as uh, stemming the tide of blood that continues to flow because of this conflict. Agreed. Did you find find the tripod with it? This thing that uh, it's sitting on. No, this was uh, a means of keeping it uh, safe and uh, easy to to research within our chamber. Oh, really? Safe and like no, I'm I'm curious how. Like, what is it? it how does it work? Is it a? We know about the thingy. What's this tripod thingy like? Do well when you're. It goes and reaches up. I think you I've, you've you've touched it, right? Yeah, is that okay? Yeah, you touch it. It very much resembles, feels I'm, like, and. I was going to try to, like, let it zonk, zonk me in. Okay. Uh, you go ahead and focus in. I think it takes like a minute. It does. Yeah. So you begin this process. Uh, Ekathon goes, Well, you see, when you're taking something that is. Uh, you are uncertain 
necessarily of how uh, caustic or how oh, volatile uh, it may be. Okay, I know that one. Um, <laughs> how bad it might possibly end up. Uh, I'm with you. So you made that? Uh, yes. And he turns and sees, uh, he's going to like reach for it, but then sees not, instead of like currently in the process, he goes, <laughs> you've seen this before then. What? No, what? Heard I have rumors. not seen it before. Well, you've, uh, I'm just finding it curious that you have uh, come here to confirm that something exists, that you have not known it exists until you heard of it. Not but uh, the other day, and then arrive and immediately know exactly how to uh, uh, extend uh, towards this device. The uh, um, act of touching. <clears throat> She's a curious girl. I think you should know me better than to uh, assume that I do not see intent where it's supposed to be, Bren. But uh, I'm just curious. If you have encountered such a device before, your curiosity matches my own. How, and uh, how did you invent this tripod thingy? It's kind of cool. <laughs> we had it made. It's three rods of metal. No, I mean, but you, it's. I mean, so you just had it made in the last couple of weeks. Yes, we have that capability. So one of a kind. Tripods? No, they're used for many different devices. <laughs> yeah, but that's like a like a very specific <laughs> tripod for a very specific shape. Okay. <laughs> I too am curious where you're trying. Are you are you offended by its shape? I could alter it for you if you'd like. Well. And he takes his hand and begins to like manipulate his fingers, and while you're concentrating on it, you watch as the tripod begins to kind of like bow and twist a bit. Well, that's cool. Kind of almost forming into a into a triple helix type formation and not you actually are pulled away from connecting with it. You do not finish the process of. But it did, did it feel like it was going the right way? It did. Okay. It did. And then it kind of warps back and says, huh. "You understand at a certain point um, of uh, arcane capabilities, such creations are relatively uh, paltry tricks." Oh, of course. I also kind of recognize like a certain artist's touch to these things, you know, and it's just very unique what you made there. Hmm. Have you seen Zanetsu before? Something reminiscent in Zadash, yeah. Interesting. You get to Zadash much? Not terribly often. I am very busy up here. Wasn't in Zadash. Hmm? Oh. It wasn't in Zadash. Or was it? Felderwin? Felderwin? So, so the, this, there was a dig going on already. I'm just uh, just getting clear. There was a sinkhole um, yeah. that. Uh, was discovered uh, decades ago on the outskirts of Pride's Call uh, that was found to lead to deep beneath the earth where a, uh, an Arcanum ruin that has been a slow-going excavation that has been uh, purposely and intently supervised by the Assembly since its discovery. And uh, it was in this ruin such a beacon was discovered. We do not know if it was already part of uh, the ruin, or it was uh, through some sort of uh, chance that the two had overlapped, but. Huh. Have you figured out at all how, how it works? Uh, would it? It has some strange 
uh, arcane properties that are unlike things that we've encountered in some of our research. Uh, but have you ever seen an object like this before? Anything like this before? No, this is beyond our purview. At least in my years on Alexandria. You are so very excited that you found it. How would it not be? Is it not curious? <coughs> Please, understand, I would love very much to continue to research such an artifact, but once again, um, it's about being the bigger man. Tell us a little bit more. Knowledge is power, you know that. It is. These properties, what are they? Make a deception check for me. <clears throat> 14. His gaze seems to almost reach into you in a cold and intrusive way, reading between the words and the intent, and you see a smile creep across his face. I don't think it's anything you wouldn't already know. But I trust for all of those present, it seems to have uh, some roots in familiar magics that twist with the nature of matter and gravity, entropy, uh, time to a certain extent, probability, possibility. Uh, it is very intriguing, though the nature of this magic itself is uh, challenging to harness. Bless you. Excuse me. <laughs> well, I'm uh, surprised to hear a man of your um, intellect and intrigue is ready to part with such a device that the dynasty seems to hold so much stock in. Um, curious, have you been able to uh, take anything from it or imbue any objects with its sort of twisting of matter and reality? Uh, unfortunately, it has not been enough time. But uh, should this go well, should this, your uh, endeavor with the dynasty be successful, one would hope that this could be the beginning of a partnership, even. Perhaps if us and the dynasty can uh, cross these gaps of mistrust and misinformation, Instead, we can learn so much from each other. Are there books in this room? There are many books in this room. Oh. You said everything was yeah, yeah. No, there are books on the walls. There are no notes, journals, or anything. Oh, okay. It looks like research, but there are, like, there are bookshelves. Do you have any of your research in this, in this room right now that we could perhaps just take a quick look at, see where you've gotten with it? No. And I respectfully uh, was under the impression you were here to inspect this device. Um, I've just met you. And our research is our own. Of course. Um, we've inspected the item. It seems to be, as you claim, which will help, we can say we've seen it with our own eyes. Good. Um, Good. This would be a dangerous, dangerous task. Mm -hmm. Perhaps if, I don't know, one of your more trusted were to accompany us, um, I don't know, is there anyone you might want to have come with us? What do you think, Caleb? I have not been a part of this for a very long time. 
I wouldn't presume to know. Who would I trust now? Hmm. Well, I think based on what we know of your dealings in Johas, you would have a better chance of doing this without the presence of any of my trusted operatives. But you're so charming. Wouldn't you want to come yourself and charm the pants off of everyone there? I doubt the assembly would be as welcomed. I would say if there's any other information you feel that we should know just so that all cards are on the table, now would be the time to uh, put forward anything that might be missing from this story, anything that when we're asked questions that we'll be able to fill in the answers for. Certainly. I think he's right, though. His previous poking about in the dynasty did not end well. You misunderstand. I have not myself traveled to the dynasty. No, you don't do that. You don't need to. You have help for that. Always help for that. Not everyone is as helpful. Anyway. Yes. Um, I believe everything is uh, situated, Udinus. Very much so. Thank you, Master Ekathon. Um, once again, ensure that this is well protected. I'm sure there would be outside forces very interested in such research and such a device, and that would be a terrible house of cards to befall these tense negotiations. Can I ask, is your dude, that's across the room, your friend, <laughs> is he wearing the same thing around your, his neck that you wore? Make a perception check. <clears throat> I mean, mine was always hidden under clothes. 17. 17? You don't see anything. Mm. Would love to have one of those. Yeah, they're pretty, pretty cool. <clears throat> Mighty Nine, are you uh, sufficiently happy? We are satisfied for the moment. Good. Bring a message, Trent? Of course, and uh, good luck. So terribly sorry, your two associates. I forgot to ask their names. My apologies, I am usually much more cordial than this. You caught me in the middle of my work mode. Uh, this is Oeria. Pointing to the, the halfling. Well, yeah. I, she is one of my uh, more recent students, uh, recently graduated. And uh, this is Eowulf, who is a, a longtime associate and uh, one of my uh, favorite associates. I uh, believe you two already know each other. And Eowulf, across the way, is just. What do his arms look like? Uh, they're covered currently. Like, there's like a, a, a black, uh, like a, a cotton cloth shirt with leather gauntlets that are over it. The arms are covered. Okay. And pretty wide shoulders. Like for for an individual that you that came to the Soltress Academy and what your usual standard expectation of a mage is, this is a bigger guy. We're gonna kill them all right now, right? We're gonna kick this thing off right now. Rolling the ship. Ludinus <laughs> kind of steps into this tension and goes. 
Well, um, I think we should find our way to the next endeavor. Let um, us be off. Hey, Trent. Yes. Might want to talk to Caduceus about getting some tea that might help stimulate your memory, keep a little bit sharper, because uh, we actually have met before. I don't think I don't remember. Oh. So now I know you were lying. I do not believe it was a lie. I congratulated on your victory in the pit. Yeah, you seemed to just misplace that we had all met previously I a moment ago. I met a handful of you. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I put my hand on my blade, on my, the handle of my blade. And uh, you, apparently, have been following an intriguing path on your own as well. I knew there was something special about you. Anyway, we must continue preparations for the delivery, should this go well. Have a good day. Can you read minds? Can I read minds? Yeah. Can you? Can you? <laughs> You're a strange one. <laughs> Are you reading my mind right now? I'm trying to give you some thoughts. Tell me the first thing you think. I think it's time we said goodbye. <laughs> he didn't want to say it that way. Well. <laughs> <laughs> Goodness is like, <clears throat> shall we? Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Please. Wolf. It's good to see you again. Good to see you too. It's been some time. You look good. Let's go. You head back up the stairs. Whole you hear the up. whole body. <laughs> you hear the door <laughs> behind you, and as you reach the landing above where the guards are, the Marta turns and goes, "My apologies for the tension. I was afraid, given the." History, things would be a bit emotional. Trent is a challenging individual. He has much utility and has been a long-standing, important member of the Assembly, but he is challenging. Have you ever, have you ever sat in on any of his lessons? I've not sat in on them specifically. But he does what he deems necessary. Not all things necessary are easy. Do you have an opinion on any of the conversation you just heard? In regards to? Feelings, thoughts, a candid emotion. I think he's not being entirely forthright with his knowledge or information about this, but I think we have more pressing matters. To press this individual right now would be a rabbit hole that would distract from something that is far more reaching, if you will. I can always deal with Trent after the fact. Let us know when you do that, because I would like to help. 
If you need to uh, get rid of him in any way. Uh, <laughs> there are far more useful ways of dealing with useful individuals than just getting rid of them. Are you a lot more powerful than him? It's challenging to compare power in the assembly. We all have our unique talents. Are you being humble? Awesome. I'm being honest. <laughs> Where do you think we should go next? Well, if you have any preparations to make, anything you need to do, the timeline is yours. I'm not <clears throat> stringently pressing upon you the, the necessity of any due date for this arrival, but do know time is of the essence. We, I feel like I would like a moment to talk amongst ourselves really quickly, but I don't know if I feel comfortable having that conversation here. Can you teleport us back to the city or center? I can. Yes. Or uh, somewhere else, maybe? Can you teleport anywhere? Mm. I can teleport in many places. Because like you did it like really like fast, and like it looked really cool when you did it and stuff. We're like, safe. You must be really powerful. Do you have a particular request where to be taken? No, I'm just saying that like I've seen other people try to do it, but they've almost like bamped us into trees or rocks or something, and you are just like whoosh, and we're in like the grass. It's easier the more familiar you are with the location. Oh. Essica's scrying and is going, I feel like we need to go somewhere neutral. I think we still have business in Rexentrum, no? Then we can return. We are on our own timeline, you're saying. Uh, obviously, speed is of the essence, but. What is the date? If you're requesting about the uh, the immediacy of TravelerCon, yeah. you have about a month. Still, oh, you got about a month? You got a month. It's, not, it's around the corner. It's around the oh, corner. So we're going to get the ship. Yeah. Did you get your advent calendar for the for travel mm. <laughs> Oh, it's just dicks. It's just dicks in boxes. It's every every box is a box of dicks. dicks. <laughs> uh, I do admit uh, I'm not entirely familiar with Rexentrum. Are there any um, shops of arcane nature, or perhaps somewhere where we might be able to peruse items that will help us? If you're inquiring about uh, potions and things that might be available. There are a, I can think of a place that might be of help to you. Most places are currently uh, facilitating the war, the war efforts, the front lines, and many of the artifacts in which we've had commissioned are in transit to their destination. Perhaps there is a stock set aside for the Empire's more clandestine efforts? What do you plan to do with a negotiation? I don't know. I like options. I'm curious. Having not known what your particular skill set is beyond apparently a honeyed tongue, <laughs> you carry no weapon on you, but you do seem to have uh, a curious symbol of Melora on your person. I've noticed as in walking. I am new to uh, Melora's light and guidance. She served me well, and I hope to return the favor. Well, you seem to have endured and survived many a great challenge. What would you consider to be your most dangerous strength? Goodness. 
Well, <laughs> I am good with a sword, and I'll summon the Star Razor. As it appears in his hand, he kind of takes a step back and looks down, eyes kind of wide and nodding with a very genuine look of being impressed, and goes, well, based on the arms you carry, I don't see if we would have anything to offer. You seem pretty well outfitted. We are. Some of my friends like to shop. Well, perhaps head to the Cryptic Collection in Rexentrum. Mm. Tell, uh, <laughs> tell Kiona that Ludinus sends his regards. Kiona. What's her name? Kiona. 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 You generally do not have to clap. It's all right. You feel appropriate. Anyway. I mean, how often do you get to like really show off your power? You know, like most people are probably used to seeing it, so it's not as impressive anymore. But like, we've never seen anything like it. So, you know, it's entirely off-putting how disarmingly charming you are. I genuinely do not know how to react. Take that as a compliment. So, <laughs> we'll, uh, I suppose we'll reconvene. Uh, we'll call you when things are progressing. Well, we'll get ourselves together and we'll, we'll let you know when it's time. That's all right. Very well, you know what to find. Thank you for your help. Do we like come knock on your candle or we'll something? We'll send you a message. We'll send you a message. Much easier means. Thank you so much for the trip. Of course. And he walks around the edge of his tower, out of sight. Are you okay, Caleb? Um, I don't know. I don't like him at all. No. no. Which one, Trent or this one? Well, Martin, Martin, that's really actually pretty cool. I like him. Uh, great. No, I will he's say. You remember, he held my husband prisoner. That was him. Yeah. Yes. Um, and that he was. was yep. Likely. Which he's also totally like a religious bigoted asshole who fucking, like, they have. We've walked away at this point. Yeah, we're out. By the way. Yeah. he was a note of interest. Wild mother, not legal in the empire. I know, I was but did not call that. you on it. He's just better at lying. Really? Well, yeah. yeah. He seemed unfazed. But I like oh, sure, there's only a few I mean, if he wasn't there. such there's a only a handful that are Trent I mean, the Empire. Trent didn't, I've never, <coughs> I've never seen another person walk so daintily around the truth. Ugh. I wouldn't even know what he looked like when he was lying. I mean, he lied so, but he lied so many times, like openly. He didn't so lie. That's what you do. That's what you do. Did you see? I just saw someone stupid little question, and he went on this long ass story, like, yeah, you totally like that's how you know someone's lying, and mm -hmm. they give you all these details you didn't ask for. Like we, I, we've seen, we've seen him in Zadash multiple times, and he's like, well, I don't go to Zadash, and then you're just like, I've never met you before, and then, and then, then I called him on, and he was like, What are you talking about? He I was, sucks. I was following him. He didn't. He technically didn't really. Why? <sighs> nope. He spoke around the truth. Yep. 
He knows he's like he's me, doing. but better at it. Fucking asshole. He's not focused on this stage. I think we can all agree on that, yes? The Icathon is more obvious, but Daleth um, was not entirely truthful with us either. Mm-mm. Are we, uh, yeah. I, I don't mean to pry, Caleb, but he was, he was a teacher? Were you? I'm from here, near here. I gathered that much. I studied here. Um, Ikathon was uh, one of many teachers, and then he became my main teacher. Private lessons. Uh, You've missed so much. Yeah, I know. Did he ever seem like nice to you, or was he always weird? Sometimes. Sometimes, uh, after being particularly harsh, he would apologize after. That can be very confusing. It's fucked up. Especially if you have no one else to go to. Um, We should not take anything they said at face value, obviously. Uh, It is pretty clear that we are being used as a pawn. Yeah. We have to be like very careful. Have to have done something to the beacon. I feel like they had to. Have done of course. Something. Yeah. yeah. Did of you course. get? Did you get your thing? Did you get it? No, no. I was interrupted, but it certainly felt real. It's not a. It's not a decoy or anything. It's. It's the real deal. At least from what I felt. <laughs> from when we witnessed the Zabra's fire get attacked, and we saw those. <coughs> Flying wizard cream. battles mm-hmm. and the cream and shit. One of them was Ikathon. One of them was Ikathon. One of them was Ikathon, right? Ah, cool. But we, and we didn't recognize, but like now that we've met other people in the server system, in the assembly, can I, we like think back? Did like, like, like uh, the Martinet has a cane. You mentioned one of them had like the staff or something. Like, can, is there been any identifying things that we can remember? Well, they all look different. One of them is an Earth Genasi, and right. That's what I'm saying. Dust. Like, is there something like we didn't recognize at the time, but like the, now looking back, we're like, it feels like this person. Make an intelligence check. Come on, you roll that blue one. Don't you touch that damn thing? Can I guidance you? You wouldn't know about this. this but is, you're this thinking is... so hard. <laughs> <laughs> this is just but recalling so information. I'm trying to decide so whether I'm on a fart or not. All right, all right, okay. all right. Nineteen. Uh, the other figure, best that you can recall, and what little bit you saw, seemed to, seemed to resemble Ormidhas. Who? Ormidhas. Who? Of which that school is. He's he's the headmaster of. The uh, of the, the the Hall of Erudition, which was the school that was attacked. I mean, we've dealt with him a decent amount too. They didn't. They didn't mention that they were experimenting with this thing earlier. They didn't mention that they used to have another one. No, they were lying. Of course. So here's the question: mm. Is if are we going to put our chips on this lewdness? Are we going to? And if we are going to put our chips, are we really going to do it? I mean, in fairness to them, they told us the truth. They know we're going to go talk to the Bright Queen. They don't want us to say, hey, Bright Queen, these fuckers stole the last one from you, and they stole another one from you. Like, they don't want us to have that information and give it to the Bright Queen. 
That's what she already thinks, though. She thinks, but may not be able to prove. So how do we use this situation? I don't know if it matters. To reach what we want. Well, ultimately we want, we do want both sides to talk. We do. Yes, but they are being disingenuous here. This is, they, they, they are not being forthright. They, they want to use this for something that we, we, we are not seeing yet. And do we can be honest. I'm sorry, Ford. No, no, it's okay. Do we think we know, do we think the Empire is aware of where the Bright Queen is? Are they using us as a... Way to find her. Yes, something well, I mean, to flush them out, to follow us. Rosanna is famously the capital of Jorhas. Yeah, there, isn't, there isn't a mystery of where Rosanna is. Yeah. You know, it's the Kremlin. Yeah, it's just far, you know, far and well guarded. I mean, there were assassins trying to invade Rosanna while we were there. Yeah, Scourge's already attacked it. It's not like it's a mystery. We're in the middle. We could certainly try to take this beacon to them and, and, and inspect it and try to make sure that we are not being used, but it's not going to lead to peace. They mentioned us corroborating their story with the architects at Pride's Call. I mean, of course, they could have given those dwarves any amount of money to pay them off, I'm sure. Change their memory. Or just change their memory, but we could try and beat them at the only hint that they've potentially given us and go investigate that. There is, there is another hand to play. We could sit and cast a truth spell with Ludinus and just try and have a bit of a frank conversation with the understanding that we both get to ask questions and sometimes that answer is going to be, I'm not comfortable answering that. I don't know if he would agree to that. He might. I don't think he would. And as long as we're okay with him occasionally saying, I'm not going to answer that. For whatever that's worth. I can't, I can't see him agreeing to that. Or if he did, he would just pass on the questions that he doesn't want to answer. Mm -hmm. But we would know that when he is being forthright, he's being forthright. It's worth a shot. I think we should go to the cryptic collection, see what we can find in this town, perhaps try our luck with lewdness, and then I'd actually like Bo's idea. Might as well see what we can find in Pride's Core before we just jump into another continent. Sorry, Empire Dynasty. I mean, even if they did alter memories or pay them off or do something, maybe someone saw something and can tell us something. I don't know. Anyone up for shopping? Yeah. Sure. <laughs> you always ask that. Therapy shop. Therapy <laughs> shop. That is the first time I've ever heard Travis say anyone up for uh -huh. shopping, uh -huh. by the way. So it's marking the occasion. Yeah. I, I think everyone has to drink. I will have a, yeah. <laughs> All right. So, um, I would say while you do not know where this place is, asking around, um, the right people, you eventually get sent towards the Court of Colors, which is within the Tangle section of the city. Mm. You find nestled in the shaded gap between two large warehouses that the alleyway ends, not in a cul-de-sac or come to an abrupt stop at another building. Instead, it ends in a humble, if somewhat creepy, single-story building of rustic weathered wood and a tiled roof decorated with numerous brass and iron chimes. Wind instruments and charms dangling 
from the edges. That's pretty nice. Within this long back kind of shotgun style structure, you walk in to find a warm, strangely humid apothecary, a minor magical relic store. The interior itself is uh, its kind of a, I'm trying to find the proper. What is the name? The Cultivated? The Cryptic, Cryptic Collection. The Cryptic Collection. You see a number of cages hanging from the top of the entryway in like a, a small corner element that are all kind of moss covered and just glancing over the side, you can see rats kept in one. You can see ravens in another. An owl in the back. Um, general familiar type What's creatures being like? kept. Does it look like fucking Thaddeus? Make perception. It's definitely Thaddeus. I like that you give side eye to every owl we ever oh, meet. It's just perception. Yeah. Seven. Seven. It's fine. It's an owl. It's not Thaddeus. Well. <laughs> what if it was though? If it was, that'd be it's like, hilarious. It's the crawling king. <laughs> <laughs> We're not ready to fight that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, like four more levels minimum. But as you kind of move through the entryway, you can see some of the ravens start cawing for a moment. The rats start squeaking, just you know, kind of acknowledging the arrival of something strange and new. Hold on to sprinkle. Yeah. Don't worry. Uh, leave me in one of the cages, please. <laughs> <laughs> you see across some of the, the nearby tables, uh, chiseled and polished bones are on display, uh, marked with runes and decorative carvings. You can see what looks to be a femur that has been made into some sort of a, a, like a flute-like instrument. Um, the entire room smells of musky earth and uh, mildewed leather, yet with every few steps, the smells seem to change into something else entirely. It's a very surreal corner to find lost in the middle of the uh, the Corticolors region of Rexentrum as the birds and creatures start uh, getting louder and louder, you can see on the opposite end a curtain that pulls to the side, and a figure comes out, and as it does, they all get quiet. You see a, um, what looks to be a half-elven woman in probably her 50s or so, uh, heavy set with tangled, dirty blonde hair, and this just wide smile of Teeth that are too white for the somewhat dirty and disheveled exterior that she holds. Um, she kind of steps forward, arms behind her back. Hello. Welcome to the Cryptic Collection. My name is Kiana the Keen. Can I help you? Kiana the Keen. Kiana the Keen. Well, Kiana, we are um, first-time purveyors of your establishment. Apparently. Martinus, Martinet, he sent us, he, he sends his regards. Martinet Ludness de Leth. Martinet sent you here. Said you might have some <clears throat> potions and fancy magic-y things for us. We just might. She puts her, her, her arms out. Like, uh, her fingers are longer than they should be for yeah. a standard half elf. Um, probably about an inch to an inch and a half longer. They're thin, and the the, the nails themselves kind of extend. Press on fingers. Yes. The little paintings on Yeah. Let me just call the Martinet. <laughs> um, it's a little unsettling. It's not hag level. She's not 
but it's just different and strange. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so what are you looking for? We have a few uh, curiosities. Times have been busy, so we're a bit plucked clean, but... Uh, Perhaps the more rare, the better, items of defense or offense. Just putting away like a small satchel. In the I was I was gonna talk about potions and diamonds, but what is this? I'm gonna like pick up the femur and show it. I'm just drawing her in my book, like <laughs> small a hand study. Oh, I call that a kuzela. It's an original instrument. Let me show you. She reaches out and takes the fingers, come oh! and bring it back. <laughs> And as she holds it, her hair, her arms don't touch, like her hands don't touch it because her fingers have to go out far to like touch. And there are a number of like flute holes all alongside. Uh, and she blows in. You're expecting music, and instead, this like high pitched, <laughs> this like weird wail sound comes out. And as she transitions her fingers, it glides unnaturally from sound to sound. You know the um, the uh, the, the death whistle Bless sound. You. Bless you. It's it's not as aggressive as that, but it, it is not music in a classic sense. It's very unsettling. How much audible damage do we take? Uh, let's see. And <laughs> uh, kind of hands it back to you. That's fascinating. Does what it does it do? It makes music. <laughs> 50 gold if you're interested. I'm very interested. Good. good. <laughs> what else do you got? This is this is exciting. Uh, well, she takes the satchel back up and opens it up, and there are uh, like four potions in there. Uh, there's uh, a potion of healing, two potions of greater healing, and a potion of uh, superior healing. Mm. One, two, of them. Yes. No diamonds, I assume, either. That's like we have to ask. No diamonds in that one. It's That's fair. We're all right. She's not great. Oh, oh, oh! Do you have a fancy bowl? A what? Uh, a yes. fancy bowl. A fancy bowl. A yes. bowl. Oh, bowl. I think I can provide that. What kind of bowl are you looking for? And diamonds I can also acquire in. So I may have to remove them from the setting, depending on how expensive you're looking. Well, it depends on what you got. And I honestly, I'm still just sort of captivated with this thing. What, uh, what other? The you seem to have taste. Uh, Thank you. I'm just kind of curious if you got anything else so impressive just hanging around. Oh, you got some time then. Now I do. Well, yeah. The, the standard potion of healing is 50 gold pieces. Uh, the greater are 150, and the uh, superior is 450. These are prices as a friend of Ludinus's. Understood. Thank you for that. Um, a gem encrusted bowl, a bowl with gem crusting. Crusty gems. Crusty gems. Crusty gems, yeah. gems on the bowl. Yeah. Uh, to what worth are you looking for? A thousand gold. A thousand. I do not have that at the moment, but if you give me a couple of days, I could probably procure something similar. I think I have that much money. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no, I know, but I have a similar, similar amount. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Certainly take all of those healing potions. It's uh-huh. 114 gold each. Done. We're all chipping in? We're all yes. chipping in. 114. Huh? 
gold. Boop, boop, boop. Uh, I'm just throwing on the fifty for the for the for the for the for the, for the flute because I need that. Go for it. I need that. Um, 114. That's 164 gold. Uh, but I want to see what else you got. This, as she pulls up this like small black marble about that big, um, kind of sets it down. It's like a black and gray color. Uh, there was a larger set, but. Uh, uh, I've had a couple of break-ins and had to use a few of them, but these are uh, referred to as beads of force. Um, this, you're unhappy with something, you throw it at it, and it becomes not a problem for a short time. Uh, beads of force? Beads of force. 250, but I only have one. And that's with, like, the friend deal? Yeah. That's a good deal. Yeah, I'll take it. All right. 250, is that what you said? Uh-huh. 250. Do you have any gemstones? Do you have any amber? Ah, uh, there is amber, yes, I can provide amber. How much are you looking? Uh, I would like five individual pieces, uh, a minimum of um, 200 gold worth, roughly. That can be provided. She goes behind the curtain for a bit and comes back. And has in her hand, her arm, her fingers kind of unfurl oh, slowly, and in the palm, uh, you can see these. They're different sizes, but they're all very large and polished pieces of amber. And kind of lets them cascade under the table in front. A slide. <laughs> 200 gold. Oh, she scoops them in. If you have a, a 350 gold piece diamond or a 500 gold piece diamond or one of each, we would happily take it. Uh, I have a 350 gold piece. We'll take it. That I can handle. You want that one? It goes and retrieves such a diamond it. for you. It's uh, it's not cut. It's a larger diamond, but it's uncut, which is why the price isn't full. Um, so it's a little rough, but it'll work for any sort of you know material component elements you require. All right, I know um, you've got platinum. Never mind. And this is the this is the interesting one. This is hard to find. It requires some creativity. <laughs> and sets this small vial down. Uh, now this here in particular, you see in this kind of jar, it's, it, it's, a, it's a larger vial or a small jar, there is this like viscous, milky fluid in it that kind of has, has a mercury-type movement to it, but it is a milky white color. This is an adhesive. When it's placed between two objects, they bond forever. Like if, if like we put it like someone, me and someone not, and then we stood next to each other, we would permanently be together forever. If you wait the minute for it to set, yeah. Is there any way to to to? to there is. You like, have. There are some. Other magical solvents, like a universal solvent, could perhaps remove it, or an oil of etherealness to lose the physicality of one such object. And there's always a wish. That's too mean, even. Like, like, never mind. How like, much is that? It takes a minute to set. But any strength, any strength, and they won't be able to pull it apart. Impossible outside of those scenarios. How much? Set. How much? It's only two ounces, so it's two uses. But it'll run you for the. Entire jar, six hundred gold. 
I'll go have these with you. So my money's gonna be gone, but I'll, it's really cool. I'll just cool. pay for the whole thing myself. That's really good. I think I'll put down 200 for it. I'll put down four. Do it. Pull up between your butt cheeks and never poop again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, get those fingers away from me! <laughs> you want to keep it? Sure. Okay. Don't know oh, what we'll shit. use it for, but <laughs> it'll be fun. It's going to be amazing. It presents itself every day. You have uh, cleared me of my current uh, magical implements, but I do have many other trinkets and fun things. You, in particular, were interested in some of my other personal creations. Oh, this is, I'm very excited to learn how to play this. This is going to be great. Do you uh, have, uh, you like making musical instruments, yes? Oh, well, that is one thing I pass my time with, yes. Do you have a, do you have a harp? <laughs> I can make one. What can you make it out of? She kind of looks over across the table at all the intricately carved bones that she has laid out and goes, out of that. And she points to, there's a, a large oxen skull with a big curved, a set of curved horns that loop around the back of it. Um, and she points to one of the large horns coming out of the side of the skull. That's actually exactly what I was Hoping you could make it out of a skull harp. It'd take a couple of days, but I could do it. Well, I guess uh, you're making, you're coming back for the bowl, or? Oh no? well, yeah. But we're probably gonna. Uh, I, I, I would say put the order in because yeah. there's there's some back and forth, and we should take a couple of days to. A commission for a creation like that would run about a friend's price, of course. As friends of Ludinus, I'd say. Hundred gold pieces. But if we're buying the gem crusted bowl, though, what if I were to make a persuasion check? <laughs> Lives. <laughs> oh wow! No, she doesn't. Nope. One. Uh, yeah. That's all. Like all I'm rolling lately. I know. I'm so sorry. Like, what is happening with my dice, y'all? Maybe you just need to go down to one set. Go back to basics. I'm trying to limit it. <laughs> okay, okay. Not. Tell you what, tell you what. You've got whole generations and families of dice over there. Should I keep Fox this safe. one in here or should I just switch There's gerrymandering this going on in your portion of the table. I'm going to take you to the, to the oldest church in Los Angeles. Tonight is a full moon. Maybe after on. the game. You need to bathe them in the I will the perform a ritual. The House of Representatives <laughs> building under the desk. Well, <laughs> what do you charge for uh, adding runes? Or anything like that. Oh, that's that's part of the process. I don't process. I don't make creations without adorning them with art. You know what I'm going to do then? I'm going to give you a little bit extra. I'm going to give you 125 gold. And if there's anything very special that you want to um, add to it. Uh, I'd be fine with that. Any flair that you and think she, of. She, she takes a very long look over you entirely, between your armor, the outfit you're wearing, the the force of personality you hold, and kind of the imposing figure that you are, and looks back over the table. I think I can improvise. Okay. She accepts the gold. 
And you would like to commission this bow, is that? Uh huh. Anybody want to help? It would help all of us for sure. I'll throw in a little bit for yeah, this. We'll, uh, yeah, yeah, this is yeah, my yeah, yeah. The, my favorite person I've met in this city so far. We're just bowl enthusiasts. Thank you. Oh shit. Hey, you don't have to help because. How much do you need? Your oh, is this like an upfront thing, or like pay when it's? it's bad? Uh, I will take half of the payment now and half upon retrieval, just to ensure that you're not pulling my leg. Though you have proven yourselves. Uh, I'll, uh, I'll give her fair patrons. platinum right now. I'll give her. All right. Oh, that's, that's half. That's, that's half. half. So that's half. we'll cover the other Somebody half. Else. I'll, yeah. I'll get the other half. Hi, Cowman. Thanks. You're my favorite customer. <laughs> <laughs> Hi, doggy. Uh, <laughs> two days. Two days. I should have all of this ready for you. Thank you. No, Thank she's going to have orders you. waiting in all these cities. And we're just <laughs> yeah. <laughs> We <laughs> got, got a harp here. I got some brazos yeah. over here. <laughs> I'm keep spending money and never pick up my <laughs> <laughs> Standing orders across the globe. <laughs> Still waiting for you to pick up. Maybe I'll find them. It's a cross campaign problem. It's been about it's been about ten weeks, which is how long the commission was going to take. For the, for the bracers. Oh, I thought you were talking about the stealthy. Uh, I was like, I think it's been a little bit more time. Oh, the stealth armor? <laughs> yeah. It's almost ready. Pike will pick that up eventually. <laughs> Show up, he's like, I haven't even started. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, is that all you need from me? I think so. For the moment, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be back. Well, thank you for coming to my collection. I look forward to seeing you in a few days. Okay. Good luck. Oh, <laughs> she did that, but her arms rubbed, rubbed, touched her ear. <laughs> well, Hannah's out here. Oh. <laughs> All right, you guys exit back into the alleyway. Uh, 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 Jade, Jade, Jade. What, what about Jade? Are we supposed to be looking for Jade? What's Jade? Who's Jade? Right? Why would we need Jade? Who's Jade? Do we have any more things going? Let me remember something. Oh, I just want one. Someone wanted us to find something. All right, oh, if we're going to stick around Rexentrum for two days, what do we need to accomplish? We could we could check the uh, <laughs> we could go check the uh, archive site. We could uh, or we could go to that place if it's oh no it's far away isn't it? Well, the pride's pride's call pride rock. Mm-hmm. It is a ways away. Oh, this is a minty one. No, it's not. Rexington Pride's Call is roughly 200 miles away. Mm-hmm. If only we could get there faster. I still think having that conversation underneath magical duress is not the craziest idea. All cards on some cards on the table. I just don't know why he would agree to that. We we know that he's concealing stuff from us already. We just don't know what he's concealing. I know, so why would he ever agree to that? It is we would also be under it. <laughs> right, but it, it does convey a certain sense of understood distrust, and we I don't know if that's entirely what we want to do in this position. Yes, why, it doesn't why would we go back work. to him and say, we don't believe you? Thank you for yesterday. Thank you for taking us to asylum. We don't trust you for shit. Well, it's, only, it's just a little. If they had been a little bit more honest, maybe we would have. Yeah, but they don't know we know that they were not. I think they know. Do they? I don't know. That's why I want to ask. <laughs> <laughs> we, are very, we are very certain they are using us. It is obvious. I agree with Ford, I'm not sure what going back to these people who are trying to use us. 
and asking them how they're using us is going to help. Have a unquenchable hope that we can find one ally in this mess. That's fair. And I don't know any other way to do it. Sure, we have time to kill. We could certainly ask in the morning before we head out to Pride's Core. Wasn't there another mission that we were sort of offered? I'm trying to remember. And there was something. You were offered a job from Pumat. Oh, that's right. What did he want us to find? He wanted you to find the Swain Basilisk oil, yeah. Oh, we should have asked Crazy with Creepy Fingers if she needed anything. Basilisk. I walk back in and knock on the door. Tell her where we're going. Hello. Um. Kiona. Bag so so? Yes, so sorry. Uh, you said you had been um, wiped clean. I know the war effort is placing a high demand on your stores. Is there anything that you need procured or found or switched out? We, we happen to be very handy. Hmm. Are you heading anywhere in particular? We might be heading in a southwestern direction. Southwestern, southwestern. <laughs> That's extremely vague and not helpful. Yes, uh, towards Pride's Call, out of Rexendrum. Could you procure me some Pride Silk? Pride Silk, I love Pride Silk. What is it? <laughs> you see, uh, Due to the nature of the strange geothermal nature of the mountain range that protrudes on that side of the valley, some of the plant life and creatures within are a bit different. The silkworms that have come to grow around Pride's Call produce a very strong silk specific to the region. It's one of their greatest exports. Huh. Would you be needing the silk worms, or would you need us to extract the silk? Whichever's easiest for you. I think probably just the worms. I've never milked a silkworm before. Um, <clears throat> it's not, it's actually kind of fun. <laughs> uh, it's, that, that won't work. Mind you, it's a very, very controlled process, it is very important to Pride's call. This would not be an easy task. How much would you need? Um, I mean, if you can procure a worm for me, I'll take three, then. Oh, uh, we'll three worms? 500 gold a worm. Whoa! Let's get some worms! Sure, yeah. uh, we will do our best. All right. Anything else? No. How long have you been in Rexentrum? Me? Yes. Oh, maybe 40 years. Family business, is it? No, just my own. I'm what you would call the odd duck of the family. Just Can't imagine why. Just for fun, I'm going to just let Eyes of the Grave roll for a second in this in this room, just to give a little peek around. <laughs> Nothing registered. I'm, a, I'm relieved and disappointed at the same time. <laughs> well, I hope when we see you next, we have we come bearing gifts. I hope so too. Toot -to loo. It is just as creepy. The second time. <laughs> she reminds me of home. She what? Yeah. 
Yeah, right. That's weird. What do you mean? In what, what way? What hole? What? I don't know. She's so crafty. She's in, crafty. I'm always she impressed by someone who's like scrapbooking. Like, you miss her with long fingers? Mm. No, just like how she is and making things and arts and crafts with bones. Mm. You know, it's. We do a lot. It's cool. I wonder if she's from Shorehouse. Maybe I'll ask her when we come back. We, uh, I, I, if we can procure, uh, acquire three silkworms from near Pride's Core, she'll give us 500 gold per worm. Oh, they must be really hard to kill then. History check for both of you guys. Or they're the size of horses. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. We're going to say they're <laughs> probably huge. Like a boss. for a total of 30. Twenty-six. Nothing like the shopping episode to run natural twenties right there. Yep. Uh, Burn them all now. Uh, Pride silk is the most prominent, expensive, and controlled export of Pride's Call. Um, only a handful of families procure it, and they guard those silkworms, which, by the way, are about the size of a fist, um, like they are the goose that laid the golden egg, because in a lot of ways they are. And a lot of people outside that try and take them disappear. So a few families from that region got it on lock. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, mm. and the theft, the theft of taking these is very much against the law. Mm-hmm. They are legally owned by these families, and there's agreed upon part of the whole, like Pride's call coming into the empire, um, was an agreement that they would also give a certain amount of the silk to the empire for its own uses, kind of t- taking a tithe of what they're. Uh, creating, but it is very much, you know, like the banner of the town. So if if there is an intent to take them, it's not going to be easy. This right. is this is this is and definitely not legal. This is this is, this is stealing horses. This yeah. is like horse theft. Yeah. Okay. Is it the law or is it more of a suggestion? <laughs> very much the law. <laughs> All right, horse wrangler. Except not, on Sundays. I'm yeah, not right. sure why we would need to go to Pride's Call. I mean, the, what what are we trying to find there? Well, they said that that's there was an archaeological dig. Yeah, that's where they found the beacon. Potentially. I mean, we don't know. Seems like an awful lot of work to prove that we already know that they're lying. I want to find your friend Astrid. Weren't you, weren't you curious about her? Maybe. She did say to meet her. She gave Which us her address. We could at least sort of swing by and see if she's home. She I is. mean, that yeah. also feels yeah. like a trap, though, right? That no, she doesn't yeah, but know who now, we are. Now Trent already knows we're here. It's not like he's going to like suddenly surprise us when we get to her house or something. That's true. Do you want to see her? I don't want to go over there, a big group of us. Well, oh. just a couple then? Yeah, just to spy a little just bit? Just stay outside if you wanted to check in. Just to make sure you're safe? You and I could turn invisible. No. Just look through the window. I would rather not. Okay. You want to send me? No, I don't want to poke that nest. All right, um, well, if we're not going to Pride's Call and we need to kill a few days, should we enter a fighting tournament? <laughs> <laughs> yes! 
fuck yes. <laughs> Does such a thing exist in this town? Maybe. I can because make one. I feel like suddenly, <laughs> overnight, I feel a bit more me. I don't know, and perhaps we need to just, you know, mix it up. Punch me. Oh, fuck, no! <laughs> yeah, I will take any opportunity, any. I don't know. I'd like a couple days to maybe burn some spells, prepare, see what I can. You guys can I take downtime. You don't have I to like fill A couple days too. of just downtime might just be a good thing to do. I want a fighting tournament. There, is a, there isn't a public one here. If you wanted to take some downtime to inquire about like any underground fight Fight's rings, up. you can definitely take that as part of your Fight downtime club. activity. Yeah. Yeah. I'm into that. Okay. Okay. Um, totally in a fight club, but also if we're taking a few days, whether we know they're lying there out their fucking asses or not, right? It still seems like we should try to find more information, yeah. right? Like something. Yeah. I don't know how or what or why. You could check in on the temple and see how the investigation is going. I could check yeah. back in. I haven't really spent any amount of real time with the Cobalt Soul here in uh -huh. Rexentrum, uh -huh. so I could uh -huh. check in with them. Uh -huh. The soul is supposed to act as a checks and balance system between the server's assembly. They're supposed to make sure that all of the information that they're holding doesn't belong as public knowledge. Doesn't, but. What do you mean? They don't want what the Subverse Assembly knows to be public knowledge? No, they, they, they you know, the Cobalt Soul, they, they believe in keeping knowledge and having like a Available. public access to knowledge and often that the Hoarding of knowledge can be deemed as dangerous. So, right? Do you know if yeah. the Cobalt Soul has ever interfered at a high level with the Cerberus Assembly? Do I know if the Cerberus Assembly? I, I feel like. Uh, history check. Dyron has mentioned something like this to me. Uh, Dyron has. Just roll history check. Also, just I know, if we're just honestly just wasting two days, why don't we just go to the Bright Queen now, <laughs> and then come back in two days? Yeah, we may not be able to come back in two days. Yo, are you? Why not? We can be uh, whatever we want. Who dies? I'm assuming there. that, right? Oh, the little yeah, moon. For sure, the moon, the moon is, is a symbol. symbol. Mm -hmm. Often, uh, and also the Cobalt Soul and the Cerberus Assembly have worked in an, in an antagonistic lockstep for the better part of a century, or really since the inception of the Cerberus Assembly. Um, they do not outwardly show aggression towards each other, but it's a very much a political chess game, and as such, very much have maintained a checks and balances in each point. They have done on both sides what they can to curb the influence the other has when it's inconvenient, and prevented one or the other from achieving internal goals that went against the needs and wants of their own faction. Um, they do work together out of necessity, mm -hmm. publicly, and behind the scenes. Um, it's very much a um, relationship of frustrated uh, convenience. At times, and other times, very much a 
subversive antagonism. Really, all of that. Some complicated shit. Yeah, I mean, the thing that first started like getting me on board with the Cobalt Soul was when they were like, "Yeah, we root out corruption in places like the government, the Cerberus Assembly." And then I was like, "Whoa, but aren't you like an organization? And aren't or all organizations prone to like corruption?" You rolled and a natural like, twenty, correct? Yes. Yeah. Um, you do know, like, a, a, a recent historical event in which the Cobalt Soul was responsible for rooting out. Illegal magical experimentations that a member of the Cerberus Assembly was accomplishing about 25, 26 years ago by the name of Dr. Anna Ripley, who was then ousted from the Assembly and escaped punishment. Ooh. I'm sorry. Yeah. I want to give them Okay. Anna Ripley was in that Assembly. Yeah. Whoa. My apologies. Delilah Briarwood. Oh. Delilah Briarwood was in the assembly. Yeah, that's been mentioned at this day. Yeah. We're also working on the animated series right now. My brain crossed paths on that one. Delilah Briarwood was a member of the assembly. And it was the Cobalt Soul that uncovered her necromantic experimentation. Right. Yeah, this is like weird fucking vampire-y woman, I don't know. Cool. Yeah. All right, uh, you were saying about a two-day wait? No, I'm fine to just wait two days, but if we're not gonna do anything, why don't we just go to talk to the Bright Queen now and come back? Well, I'll tell you why, because I need we need to be here for two days so that I can split off on my own and go to, without telling any of you, oh. 31st Woodstone Manor. Got it. I also want to cast commune every day. For I have a few questions, okay. so we'll hold on to those thoughts. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah, because it is eleven. Yeah, and we'll take a week to gather your thoughts and the things you want to achieve when we come back next Thursday. Oh, Please train me to be a badass uh, fighter in underground basement clubs. Yeah. Sorry about the mix-up there about the Ripley Delilah thing. No, 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 it's fine. Um, That's awesome. But. Uh, Notes there. We'll pick up next week and see how you guys spend your preparation downtime, or if you, however you would want to spend it, uh, next Thursday before we head off to the holidays. <laughs> well, Anna, Anna, Anna Ripley was part of, uh, did work with the government, which is where my confusion came from. Like she, she worked with, uh, worked with the Nolan Empire, and was ousted for uh, illegal experimentation. Um, Whoa. And they, they met in Port Mali after both escaping their own, like, at separate times. Yeah. And Anna had her own fuck off list, you know. Yep. No, that's right. She, King Dwendal was on her list. Mm -hmm. That's right, that's right, I remember that. Complex, yeah. Um, Fucking plot thickens. Mm hmm. But yeah, so, uh, yeah, that, that's how they met in Port Mali and kind of aligned themselves. They were like, fuck the Empire. Fuck these people. We got skills. Let's work together. Certainly, I like the Empire a little bit more, but only a little. <laughs> <laughs> only a little. Well, cool. Thank you guys so much. Good game. Um, we'll pick up in the next week. Thank you guys for coming along with us on this leg of the adventure. We'll uh, we'll see you next week. Don't forget, we love you very much. And is it Thursday yet? Good night. Woo! 
Thank you for listening to this episode of Critical Role. If you've enjoyed this ever-weaving story, please consider rating and reviewing our podcast. You might just inspire someone new to hop on the wagon for the journey. We have plenty more stories to tell. Stay tuned, and we'll see you next time.